Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. She's got bleach out. The hideaway is open tonight. I licked her tit or whatever. You know, quicksand is that the equivalent is made up dick, 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 dick. It's banter. What do you think about Brexit? What's that? Does that mean we won't have any week was an interesting one yeah i loved this week this was a good week i thought that with movie night and everything else that kind of started to pan out like we're gonna get some interesting dynamics moving forward between like all the housemates in the villa yeah i was listening to my pot on paper and they were saying something really interesting like kind of comparing it to housewives and Mm. talking about how like this season really feels like there's not a star like in housewives of new jersey it's kind of just all about Teresa. in Mm. other franchises it's more of just a good ensemble cast and that's Mm -hmm. how this season of love island is and i thought that was a really good comparison I don't know that there really is a standout. I think Will, but other than him, mm-hmm. there's not any Ekansu's, Mara's, right. anything like that. But it right. is a good cast overall. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think like people really like having a star, but I appreciate a solid ensemble cast. Definitely. I, I, I think they're too. all just so problematic that there's no one who's like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is fucking wild. I have some thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I think you were right about Casey and Claudia. Yeah. What else? I'm back to hating Ron. Real? Oh, interesting. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you okay. why. We'll get into okay. it. We want to, as always, remind everyone, please don't forget to share the podcast. Follow us on social media. She's got the chat. We are on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, question mark. Yes, and Twitter. 
I know. We haven't been saying that. So follow us on Twitter, too, I guess. I don't use it much. I don't tweet a lot. I should tweet more. But yeah, we do have one. <laughs> we do have one. So why not? If you're yeah, exactly. going to go follow us on Instagram and TikTok, follow us on Twitter as well. Yes. Any other housekeeping? I think that's everything. Let's get into this. All right. Let's do it. Let's, let's chat. chat. So we start off episode 35 with the guys and the girls are getting ready for the evening and all of the guys are saying that they're feeling anxious and some are wondering who's going to be in the doghouse. Tanya says that she can't really forget any of Shaq's red flags and Lana's like, okay, but right now you're the one who's in the wrong. Yes, and Lana says this a few times throughout the course of the episode, which I really appreciated because a lot of the girls are not calling tanya out at all Mm -hmm. everyone walks outside and there's like a woo like a weak cheer from the girls (laughs) everyone seems fucking miserable i think that that's kind of the theme of the episode sammy says cheers to what will be an interesting night cheers to 23 and to finding out the truth yeah it's her birthday yeah forgot about that same. It feels like it's been her birthday for a really long time. A lot <laughs> happened on her birthday. A lot happened on her birthday, yeah. We then see a conversation between Jesse and Will. Will repeats again that he's sorry and he's crushed by all of this. Jesse says that I don't doubt you're sorry, but it doesn't make things right. And she asks him to share what happened with Layla. And he said that he doesn't want to make any excuses and he knows that he's in the wrong Jesse says that you've played two girls and she begins crying and she calls him silly. He says then that he's like falling in love with her and she says that she feels really betrayed and he is her best friend here in the villa. He really wants to work through this and she tells him that she was going to tell him that she loved him at the recoupling and she's glad that she didn't, which is, oh, and he starts crying and she says, I think we need to have a breather and think about whether this is what we deserve. And he says, I think that's more so on your end of things. Yeah. But that's like, whew, it's a cold comment. Yeah. I mean, she's essentially telling him she loves him to be like, I was right. going to say I love you, but weird. Mm-hmm. She's like, imagine if I had said that, how humiliating that would have been for me. Exactly. I know. We see a chat between Claudia and Casey, and Casey is apologizing to her and for what she had to go through with Cynthia. She says that she felt like she was hearing two really different things, and that he said things to her that he also said to Cynthia. As we said in the past, that is just how it is. Like, in the beginning Mm -hmm. of a Love Island relationship, you say the same things to everyone. Sorry. Like, oh, I like you. We're so similar. I'm attracted to you. Whatever. Like, that is just how it is. Right. She mentions to him the I'm sorry thing at the fire pit. And Casey says, which we said last week that we thought that this was his intention, that Mm -hmm. he was just meaning to say, I'm sorry that you're upset. And Claudia is like, what looks like you are saying, I'm sorry you didn't get picked. He's like, no, that's not at all what I meant. And she also said that all the boys were egging the boys on and Ron was doing it the most. Casey says that Ron really wasn't. He says, I was alone up there because I really like you. And she agrees. I thought it was interesting that he backed up Ron a little bit here. I didn't expect him to do that, but. 
We just gotta stick together, I guess. <laughs> well, and also the scenes where he was amping the other boys up that we'll see again in movie night was more one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Like with Tom specifically and with Kai specifically or individually. So maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't as much of a group thing as the Costa girls made it seem to the Villa girls. True. That's true. We then see a conversation between Lana, Shaq, and Ron. And Lana says that none of the boys are in the clear. And she shares with them that Ron was egging all the boys on. And Shaq then says, like, no, that's not true. And Lana shares that Sammy's really upset with Ron because she feels like he should have backed her more. Yeah. Tom and Sammy chat, and Tom says that he wants to hear her out. Sammy's like, you downplayed things with Lydia. Tom says, I don't know, it wasn't that deep for me, and just reiterates that he really doesn't want to lose Sammy. He tries to hug her, and she's like, no. Tom says that he messed up, and she doesn't have to give him a second chance, but he would like a second chance to prove that he is trustworthy. She Mm -hmm. says that she needs time, and he should sleep in the doghouse. She's crying. Also, I love the idea of them just calling the downstairs beds the doghouse. I really hope that that continues. Oh, yeah. Well, they usually have, like, a little sign that says doghouse right next to those beds. Oh, I've fully... Have you not noticed that before? Never noticed that. Yeah, they're usually... In past seasons, the doghouse bed is, like, a pull-out bed from from the wall. Right, like a Murphy bed. Yeah, exactly. And when you pull the bed out, it says doghouse behind uh, it. <laughs> uh, see, see, these players know the game. Even though there yeah. is no sign this year, she knows. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know that there is a sign. There might be somewhere, but we just don't see it on camera that much. Yeah. So then Ron talks to Sammy and apologizes for all of this happening on her birthday. And he tells her that he really didn't egg all of the boys on. She says it's really hard to believe that. And Ron responds saying that all of the boys in the villa have been honest with the girls and anything more than that that they're hearing from the other casa girls cynthia lydia and layla is because those girls got emotionally tied not because the boys did girls be so crazy it's just because girls (laughs) are crazy i actually like i think he kind of had a good point with this because I mean, like, their feelings are, of course, valid. They're allowed to have them. But I do think it is important to note, just because the girls felt this particular way and perceived the situation this one way, it doesn't necessarily cancel out the boys' perception or boys' general feelings of what they thought was happening. I completely disagree because, I mean, maybe in general, but in this situation, he promises Sammy, I don't remember his exact words, but he's like, I cross my heart, I did not egg Tom on. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene of him, and it's shown in movie night, and this is where I was like, I oh, meet Ron yeah. again, because it's not really addressed, and I don't understand why. Literally, that scene of him being like, you have to recouple, you have to bring Lydia back because Sammy's going to. Yeah, that's true. And he's lying to her here. Yeah, no, that that's definitely true. That's true. Yeah, I guess I meant more like when Ron says that the other boys have been honest with the girls. Yeah, I think that part of it is fair. And, you know, they've been honest to an extent. But right. I think that the way that he promised Sammy that he didn't egg Tom on is bullshit and a straight up lie. I agree. That is a lie. <laughs> he yeah. did tell Tom to recouple 100%. Yeah. After everyone's uh, asleep and everyone's in bed, Shaq tells Will, because Will's sleeping across from him, that he still loves Tanya, but she hasn't really made any effort and she hasn't talked to him. 
In the morning, we have our BCGC, and everyone's pretty split up. We're kind of used to seeing these chats as a big group of all the boys and all the girls. And I think that they're doing it this way, especially after Casa, because, like, for example, Shaq is not going to be super honest in those BCGCs if Martin is there. Maybe same thing. Well, I don't know if this is true, but potentially same thing with like Olivia and Sanam. So I think that they're doing it just to kind of get the best content out of those chats, which I appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Tom says that Shaq is not done with Tanya and Shaq tells some of the boys that Tanya shared that she and Martin kissed in bed at Casa and he can't get over that. The girls are saying that Kai is acting differently and Olivia says that she'll clear the air, but she needs an apology from Kai. Yeah. And I was like, literally for what? (laughs) Olivia is like a dog with a freaking bone. And this is something that I know that Zara and Tanyelle have talked about in various interviews since they've come out of the villa of Mm -hmm just how much Olivia will get an idea in her head and not be able to drop it. And this thing with Kai is one of those things. We'll see it progress throughout the course of these episodes. I mean, we see it with everything, but she is the drama overall. She is the drama for sure. And I the drama? (laughs) If I were her, I would make that TikTok immediately upon leaving the villa. Like, she needs to go in on this edit and embrace it because there's just no other path forward. Yes. Yes, Ari. 100%. Olivia, if you're listening, go full villain. (laughs) Full villain. Embrace it. Own it. That's all you can do. And that's probably your best shot at actually really benefiting from the whole thing rather than just getting a bunch of hate which is definitely probably happening yes so Shaq then goes to Tanya and he tells her like you can come talk to me I don't really like seeing you upset and he reminds her that his feelings for her haven't changed at all she ICMs that she's fighting with a lot of her feelings and she later cries to the girls and they're asking where she's at mentally and she says that she likes getting to know Martin but he's not Shaq and Shaq's not perfect and they have things to work on and the girls all say that things with Shaq are repairable What annoys me about this is that I don't actually think she feels that way. I think that she feels like Shaq has things to work on and he needs Mm -hmm. to work on them in their relationship. She's never taken accountability for anything she's done Mm -hmm. or anything that she could improve on. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I know I gave her most toxic last week. I think that that just continued into this week. Big time. Agreed. Oof. Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. I know. I know. Olivia and Maxwell then chat and she is basically like, so what do you think of all the other couples? (laughs) Classic Olivia. (laughs) Time to talk shit. (laughs) She's like, I think that Claudia forgave Casey way too quickly. Mm. Maxwell says that the situation wasn't that deep. And Olivia says Sammy will probably let things go with Tom as well, but she doesn't think that they'll work on the outside. Yeah, interesting. (sighs) Olivia says again that Kai only recoupled to stay safe. And Maxwell's like, I think Sanam and Kai seem good together. (laughs) I feel like this is his (laughs) subtle way of being like, can you shut the fuck up about them and like stop talking to me about Kai in every conversation? 
Yeah, like literally. I, Maxwell has in like consistently, like even beyond this moment, he's always like, I don't know. They're not that bad. But she's always like, so what do you think about so-and-so? This part, do you think that they would work on the outside? Do you think they're genuine? It's it's nonstop. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We then see a conversation between Kai and Sanam, and Kai says that he's not going to apologize to Olivia. Sanam tells him that he should try to put things aside and He's like, if there's any conflict, it's not coming from me. And Sanam says that you both want to close the book, so try to be civil. And she shares that it's been really awkward for her kind of being caught in the middle. And Kai says that all the girls are hypocrites except for Sammy and Jesse. And he ITMs that he doesn't know what he would even need to apologize for. Do you think that he left Lana out intentionally or do you think he just wasn't thinking about her? Um, That's a good like, question. What has Lana done? <sighs> That's fair, actually. I don't think Lana's done anything either, but I, I wonder if... I mean, Kai and Ron are so close. I wonder if he has, like, a little bit of a grudge against Lana for some reason. Yeah, that makes no Maybe sense Maybe for, to like, me. going after Casey? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Kai and Shaq then chat, and Shaq is saying that he hasn't forgiven or forgotten, but he still has feelings for Tanya. We see Tanya and Martin go up to the terrace, and in their chat, he's saying things feel really weird and different. He feels a distance between them. He asks what the situation is, and Tanya's like, I just have still been getting to know you, and there's still more to get to know. Nothing has changed. She says, I feel like you're trying to get something out of me that I don't have, and is just generally extremely defensive with him. She says, until it's decision time, she is half here and half over there with Shaq. Yeah, I felt like she was really, like, cold toward him. Yeah. And I didn't really understand where the animosity was coming from. It feels like she blames him for things with Shaq being bad when she should be blaming herself. Herself. She was very cold with him, and it's obvious, even as a viewer, that there has been a shift in their dynamic, and she continuously, in all these chats with Martin, is like, no, nothing's Mm -hmm. changed. I'm just still getting to know you, and it's very obvious that that's not the case. Right. Right. Like, when when, uh, Shaq went over to her um, to, like, let let her know, like, hey, you can come talk to me. Like, she was in the pool, like, actively crying. Like, Mm -hmm. she's been upset the second they got back from Casa. I don't really see her giving, quote, unquote, giving Martin the time of day. Like, they have talks, and most of the time he's like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) You're ignoring me. No, I agree. (laughs) We have... We then see a chat between Tom and Sammy, and Tom says that it's shit that he could possibly lose her over this, and he knows that he's really hurt her, and that he could really see something with her on the outside. He then decides to read her a poem, and I actually thought it was like a decent poem. I could not agree more. I hate a rhyming poem, but I was like... It was more just kind of a declaration of his feelings with words at the end that rhymed. And I was also pretty impressed by it. <laughs> yeah. He had a good rhyming scheme. Yeah. He did. I was like, this is this is decent. I bet he's like a little bit musical that we like. Oh, that's like a part of him we haven't musical, seen. Musical, Tom. I could see yeah. him like playing the drums in a band. Yeah. Maybe they'll do talent show. Oh, I hope they do a talent um, show. Do you remember I like India that. with the recorder? Oh, my God. I the will recorder. never in my life forget that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make a Valentine related to like sucking dick, but a picture of her. 
um, <laughs> with the recorder, but then I just didn't want to like overdo it. <laughs> didn't want to get ourselves banned from Instagram. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> but like oh my god her playing the recorder was so fucking bad but it was really funny to watch all of the other islanders just like clutching each other and laughing yeah. as it was happening was the best thing i've ever seen <laughs> so so deeply untalented yeah. <laughs> anyway so tom reads her the poem and sammy really likes the poem and she says you're out of the doghouse now and he says that sammy is everything he looks for in a partner and he just can't let that slip it was very cute. Yeah, this was a great play on Tom's part. I think that both him yeah. and Will have a really good comeback from their casa shenanigans uh, with their mm-hmm. girls, which they have to in order to, I mean, they've put a lot of effort into developing these relationships already. They obviously want to make it to the end. Whether or not they want these relationships to be real or not is kind of another story, but they have a lot invested in salvaging these relationships. So I think these were good plays. Yeah. Will pulls Lana and they plan what to do for Jesse. And I thought it was so funny. Like, Will needed Lana. Lana kind of like took charge of this. And Will really needed that support in coming up with this plan. (laughs) A hundred percent. Lana was like, I got it covered. Let me do it. Yes. Yes. But she takes a few of his suggestions like that Will and uh, Jesse should be on the terrace. And the rest of the Islanders will be below the terrace so that's the plan they're gonna do that and then everyone is going to say things that will loves about jesse and at the end of them all saying what will loves about her he will tell her that he loves her and we then see this happen and i am not going to lie i shed a tear yeah i did too i did too (laughs) it was like it was really cute. It was really, really, really fucking cute. I was like, God damn, that's beautiful. Yeah. And again, a great play. Both Sammy and yeah. Jesse are basically at this point, I mean, it gets fucked up at movie night, but at this point, they're both basically like, you're redeemed. 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. We then move into the next episode where we have Will and Jesse having their conversation right after he does his declaration. And he says, I know that this doesn't change anything or make anything that happened any better, but I'm going to keep grafting. And she says, I know that you really do love me. There's not a text. The hideaway is open and the Islanders decide to send in Ron and Lana. This was shocking to me because I was like sure that they had been to the hideaway already just because they were a day yeah. one couple. But they were not couple for so long that they were right. never an option right. until now. It feels so late in the season for them to get their first night in the hideaway. Very late in the season, yeah. I think they've been doing more hideaways this season than they have in the past. I don't know why I feel that way, but... Really? I feel like it's pretty average. It might just be my perception. Do you remember... Was this... I think it was Love Island US, which... Don't watch it. It's Mm -hmm. not worth it. (laughs) But there was a hideaway in casa and one of the boys went yes. to the hideaway with a girl yes during casa yes. that was us that was his most recent season oh my god do it bring it to love island isaiah uk was it? it was yeah isaiah because he was with sydney i think it was isaiah maybe it wasn't and he brought back phoebe no it wasn't him though chaz yeah oh whatever and gabby that was a waste. It should have been Phoebe Isaiah. and Isaiah. That's why I thought it. I wanted that to happen. 
But right. That did not happen. Right, right, right. You wanted Ugh. it to happen so much that you implanted in your own memory that that was how it happened. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, Ron and Lana go in the hideaway. They actually really don't show too much of this. There was no implied boning, and they spanked each other a little bit. And that was about it. Lana spanked Ron a lot. Right. Yeah. Do you think they had sex? No. Yeah. Lana later tells the girls the next morning that they just cuddled and kissed. That sounds right. Yeah. We see a chat between Olivia and Kai, and Olivia is like, I want to know what made you have feelings that I'm not genuine. And he's like, I'm happy. You're happy. Let's just be civil. He basically, in all these conversations with her, is just like, we're going to agree to disagree, or just like gets up and walks away. And I honestly think like, this is the way to handle Olivia. He's seen people in like endless arguments with her. And Mm -hmm. again, she's like a dog with a bone. He knows she's not going (laughs) to let this go. And he's just like, I'm not going to even buy into this at all. Like, just know you're happy you came back with someone. Great. Happy for you. Like, let's move on. Right. And she, of course, cannot. She's like, I need to know why you made those comments. And I need an apology as well for those comments. Right. And Kai's like, I'm not apologizing for anything. Olivia says that calling her disingenuous and fake is rude. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, we're just going to have to agree to disagree again. As I said, I do think this is the best way to handle it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't resolve anything. They're just like, okay, this conversation is over. And Kai's like, there's no romantic connection. Olivia says it's like talking to a wall and he had no way to back up what he said. (laughs) Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, is she only doing this for the sake of getting more screen time and like trying to stir up drama? Or is she like genuinely wanting to hear some sort of bullshit explanation from Kai? No. I mean, I don't think she genuinely wants to hear an explanation, but I also cannot tell you what the reasoning is. She is <laughs> an enigma to me. Yeah. She is. I feel like she's one of those people that's just like never been called out on her bullshit. And it's becoming more mm-hmm. and more clear why she's never been in a relationship. <laughs> I know. Like, I, know. I, I truly can't tell you. She is just, I mean, maybe she's doing it for screen time. If so, it's working. But that's true. Again, I'm like, I do. I feel like the producers could be feeding her that she's giving like Maura Higgins or giving Ek and Sue and that she is coming off well with the public. I don't know why they didn't do a like tweet challenge or maybe that's still to come. I fucking I have that. I don't think they've done a tweet challenge in a long time. Probably because it's, like, pretty detrimental to their mental health. That's probably true. But I love it when they do that because it fucks with them so much. I know. I know. And I'm also just, like, she's so deluded and she needs Mm -hmm. to know that she's not coming off as she thinks she is. But I don't – I don't – I truly can't tell you what her motivations are. I know. She's, yeah, she's an enigma, like you said. She is an enigma with a bone. <laughs> Maybe that's. <laughs> the Islanders are in bed, and Tanya kind of sneaks out in a hoodie and gets in Shaq's bed and gives him a kiss. I think that she thought this was giving India and Dammy post Love Island recoupling, and for me, mm. it was not. Yeah, for me, it was like bold of you to assume Shaq wants to kiss you right now. Yeah, it was not consensual. Also, that. yeah, 
Right. It was very strange. I don't know. And she like he seems like he's asleep and she like shakes him. And yeah. then the next morning he's like, yeah, I just like saw like a hooded figure. Like that would actually be terrifying. <laughs> I know. Right. And so just like lays one on you. It's like, whoa, yeah. jarring. Very jarring. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, then it's morning and there's a BCGC. Jesse says that there's a dent and a doubt in what they have and they need to recover. Tom says that last night went really well and he and Sammy are really set on each other. Martin shares that he's still in a sticky situation. Shaq tells some of the boys about the kiss with Tanya and that he felt happy about it and that she would need to end things with Martin and put in some graft. He also asks them not to share what happened Yeah, with anybody else. Martin and Tanya are now talking and he's like, how'd you sleep? She's like, great. And he's like, oh, I don't like how you slept. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's like, okay, yeah. like, I get that there's a lot that you can criticize her for, but, like, the way she slept is just maybe not one of those things. Right. <laughs> He's like, the way that you slept last night was super awkward, and Martin says that it's weird when you get nothing back, and she agrees and is like, I guess maybe I do need to deep it a little bit more. She ITMs mm-hmm. that her head is all over the place, and Martin is needing to know. She clearly knows how she feels. I don't know why she isn't just ending it with Martin now. I mean, that's the theme of, like, the next two episodes of their conversations or however long of their conversations together. They have this exact same conversation again and again and again. That's true. That's true. We then see a conversation between Olivia and Sanam, and Olivia tells her about the conversation that she had with Kai the previous night and how she was really hurt by his comments and that Kai's comments before they went to Casa is what's making her question things. Sanam just wanted to make sure that Olivia is basically okay. Sanam doesn't really engage with Olivia either, which is also a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. I feel bad for Sanam because she's in a position where usually there's more than one Casa bomb that comes back and, or that gets brought into the main villa or in this case stays in the main villa whatever regardless she's the only one and so she's kind of isolated i think amongst this group and she doesn't have someone like if layla was there or if one of the other casa bombs Mm -hmm. were there like how martin and max have each other even i think that that's a really big comfort and she doesn't have that she really just has kai and on top of that all the girls are really going in on kai like in front of her all these episodes so i commend her for how she's handling this totally yeah she's definitely like uh fish out of water so far we then see a chat between tanya and jesse and tanya tells her about the kiss she says it's a secret and not to tell anyone and jesse's like okay i won't but yeah jesse asks her about martin and tanya's like yeah the physical connection is just not there and jesse's like i don't think it can compare to Shaq. yeah when she says the physical connection is not there do you think she's just like over like do you think that she was just really lustful toward martin and then she just like kind of got over it when she came back i have i have no idea (laughs) i think maybe like she doesn't have object permanence right and so maybe she didn't realize how bad what she was doing to Shaq was when she was in casa and now Mm -hmm. is feeling bad and also kind of remembering the connection that she did have with him and so she's just like totally closed herself off to martin i don't know i don't think the issue is that there's not a physical connection i think the issue is that she just wants to be with shack and or is realizing that the way to get to the end is to stick with shack mm, true kai gets a text and him and sanam are going on a date i 
feel like Kai for like all of these episodes is just like in a totally different reality. Like he and Sanam are just like cuddled up, hanging out, chilling like the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> They're not getting involved in anything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> excellent strategy. Yeah. <laughs> We then see a conversation between Tanya and Martin. She shares that it's weird having both Martin and Shaq in the villa at the same time. And Martin says uh, he feels like he's getting nothing back from her and that she's not really giving it a fair chance. And he's feeling really frustrated. Tanya says that maybe it's not that she's holding back and maybe it's just not there. We then cut to Sanam and Kai. They're going kayaking. And he tells her that since she's come in, she's really changed his perspective. And they talk about their first impressions of each other and how they got along so well very quickly. Also, in the kayak, they're, like, splashing each other with water, which is my worst nightmare. But then when they get out and talk, they're fully dry. So I'm like, how long is this date going on? (laughs) Oh, probably so long, honestly. Yeah, probably so long. I also thought it was really interesting that the producers gave Kai and Sanam a date over, like, Olivia Maxwell. Uh, yeah, well, they eventually give Olivia and Maxwell a date in the treehouse. Right. They get fucked with their date. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I feel like uh, there are some times where I'm like, Olivia's a producer favorite. And then there's other times like this where I'm like, she's not. I don't think she is. I think that they're really fucking with her and telling her she's getting a better edit and a better response than she is. Also, yeah. again, on my pot on paper, Orlaif, the host, was talking about how there's an old producer of the show who worked on Faye Winter's season. What was that? Season mm-hmm. seven? Yeah. And he will slide into her DM sometimes and, like, give her some thoughts of, like, oh, this is probably why they did this. And with the Olivia and Maxwell date, she was told by him that they probably sent Olivia and Maxwell off so that the other Islanders would have an opportunity to talk about Olivia without her in the villa. (sighs) So it doesn't even seem like they, I mean, it was kind of a cop-out date to just send them to the treehouse. Wow. I'm obsessed with that. I know. It's such good insider tea. That is really good insider tea. Holy shit. Dang. Shaq is laying down inside and he's probably tired from being awoken by a hooded figure (laughs) in the middle of the night. (laughs) Tanya comes in and they're like kind of smiling and giggling and she's like, my heart is hurting. And he's like, what was that last night? I thought it was a dream. They say, I love you. And as she's running out, she kind of like smacks her butt and I don't know. Ugh, I can't. I know. I'm like, God damn it. Is this already our third Tanya and Martin chat of our episode? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. Jesus Christ. They're just like hammering it over our heads. A hundred percent. So we see Tanya and Martin chat again. And she's like, there was a drastic change from Casa to the villa. And I don't feel the physical closeness with you or feel like we're clicking I tried really hard to see it through, and he doesn't feel like she's put her energy into this since I got back into the villa. I agree. She's like, I feel like it's mm-hmm. not working. He's like, I was going to tell you I'm done with it also. Tanya's like, I know where my heart is, and then she ITMs that she deaded it with Martin. Yeah. Kai and Sanam are back from their date, and Kai shares with the boys that it was really great. He feels a lot closer with her now. Sanam shares with the girls 
it was a good date and that nothing could change her mind about him. The Islanders then get a text. Tonight they're having a VIP performer and they're getting Jack Jones, who is a DJ from the UK. Never heard of him. He's great. I really like house music. <laughs> I'm not like a full festival girl. Like You're I'm not too a old for that. <laughs> not a raver. I'm I'm definitely too old for that lifestyle, even if I was that kind of person. But I love the music. It's great to listen to to pump you up for a workout or just for a night out Mm. but jack jones is good i feel like a lot of people in my life like house music and i should like maybe try it but i don't have enough time to listen to music with all the love island i have to watch (laughs) like literally so true (laughs) oh also quick note jack's liked a meme we posted we see you jack yes that was fun i was like oh shit because I started following him from our account, and he doesn't follow us back, but I guess he just saw that we followed, and he decided to take a look at our Instagram. Yeah. Liked one of our memes. It would have been really nice for you to promote the podcast, but it's fine, Jack. Right. We appreciate you anyway. <laughs> we'll take what we can get, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it is nighttime in the villa, and Jack Jones comes in. Everyone's really, really excited. Oh, yeah. And speaking of house music, this scene made me think okay obviously like house music in general is really popular and i know that my perception is that it's very popular in europe but i don't know if that's just my perception i think it's just like popular in general i don't know yeah definitely europe has like a clubbing culture right but definitely also all the islanders knew like it seemed pretty clear to me that tom was a huge jacks jones fan and then mm-hmm. when the guest performer comes in ron is a huge fan of his yeah so i mean they are also definitely the target demographic of these musicians yeah. like young 20s hot right. going out all the time partying definitely so yeah then callum scott also comes out and sings a song i've heard of him i don't didn't know anything off the top of my head though i've never I didn't heard really of recognize his voice <laughs> yeah i feel like i've only heard his name before but he sings like a song and he's like also plays a recorder speaking of the recorder <laughs> at one point that. he was like literally like going ham on a recorder i, I choose believe to it. believe that that was an india tribute i same i agree <laughs> <laughs> callum scott is a fan of this show i think all the musical guests that come in are <laughs> why yeah, else for would sure. he be, I agree. why else would Jax Jones be going to our page and liking a meme like if he didn't care about right. the show and was just doing it for publicity like it was a right. about Casa more and we support women's rights and women's wrongs meme yes <laughs> he obviously gets it yeah he gets it <laughs> after the performance is done Tanya stands up in front of everyone and she's like this is a message for Shaq but since I brought Martin in in front of everyone I want to say this in front of everyone She's like, I'm sorry for embarrassing you and hurting you. She gets really emotional and says, I don't want anyone else. No one who walks in that door. I only want you. She tells everyone about the kiss last night and there's a flash to Martin's face. I do think this is 100% something she should have told him before this group announcement. Mm Mm-hmm. She says that she won't treat him that way ever again and from the bottom of her heart loves him so much and he kind of walks up and gives her a hug. He does seem really, really happy while this is happening, which makes my heart hurt because I don't trust her to take care of my king. I know. I know. I felt like this was so awkward for Martin and like, ugh, such like, I don't know. Like, I know I said this last week in last week's episode. She's like, she has no tact. Yeah. 
she just does not understand how to like act in front of other people yeah it's i don't it's bizarre i don't know Moving into our next episode, uh, we see a conversation between Shaq and Tanya, and he says that no girl has done that for him before, and they have share a little kiss. Martin says that he feels led astray, basically, and he wishes that she had told him about the kiss before announcing it to the entire villa. Understandable. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Martin says that he wants to cause some drama. Maxwell's like, no, 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 man. But Olivia's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, you want to cause drama? I you want cause drama, drama, but I'm usually the one instigating it. If right. you want to cause some drama, I'd love to watch that unfold and somehow right. get involved as well. So go ahead and do that. Let's fucking go. Exactly. <laughs> right. Martin goes over to pull Tanya and before doing so, like hugs it out with Shaq basically and says, this isn't about you. This is just about me and her between me and her. So in their chat, Martin tells Tanya that she's a liar and that she made it seem like he was just talking shit and kind of overthinking the situation when in these previous chats he was asking her questions about where her head was at and he feels that he was made to look like an idiot. Martin is like, you should have been honest. And Tanya says, is that what you had to get off your chest? (laughs) He's like, yeah. And walks off. Way to have empathy, Tanya. Yeah. He goes over to the daybeds and tells the Islanders that he wanted to tell Tanya that she's a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Tanya hears this and is like, no, 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 no. And starts to walk over and Shaq kind of tries to pull her back and is like, just Mm -hmm. leave it. It's over. Tanya is like, I'm not a liar. I didn't get the chance to tell you about the kiss, which is not true. They had a million chats. Right. If you're upset, I'm sorry, but I had to go with my heart. He's like, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was just like, I'm done. I'm like over this conversation. Yeah. Uh, Martin then pulls Shaq and he wants to explain the situation. Martin felt like he was being lied to and that everything with Tanya and Casa was like a very different kind of vibe than it was once they came into the villa. Which is also what's coming across to the viewers, I would say. Definitely. Yeah. Martin explains that Tanya would pull him for chats and they had a lot a different vibe that they were really close. And she had said that he brought out like a different side of her. And those things changed once they went back into the villa. Martin shares with Shaq that he asked Tanya a few times if he was just a test for their relationship and she would always say no. And he feels like she was just stringing him along. And Shaq's like, I get how you feel. Shaq also was kind of like, I get how you feel, but also, like, you should consider how I feel, too, which I thought was, like, valid, but also kind of not related. I don't know. I think it's related. I mean, if you were Shaq, he didn't ask for any of this, and now he's having to have conversations with Martin about how Martin felt like Tanya was into him. Like, I think that him even responding in a kind way to Martin is a little bit beyond what I might be capable of, personally. That's fair. He definitely did not ask for this conversation. No. Probably, I I think the thing is, is Shaq doesn't probably actually give that much of a shit and doesn't really want to know that much about what happened between Tanya and Martin. And Martin is like, I want you to know what happened so that you can get all the nitty gritty details and like make your opinion from there and get mad at Tanya all over again. Yeah. So we see a chat between Sammy, Tom, Casey, and Claudia and they're talking about the situation with Martin, Shaq, and Tanya. They say that they feel bad for Martin, but they also understand where Tanya is coming from and that it took her bringing Martin back into the villa to realize how much she loves Shaq. 
<laughs> hard disagree <laughs> that she loves yeah. Shaq. <laughs> I know. Claudia and Sammy make a comment that if Tom or Casey had brought someone back, it would have been over for them. To which I say, Claudia, what's going on, girl? You good? Right. Right. Why are you making this into a bigger thing than it needs to be? <laughs> okay, not to just make this a my pot on paper recap podcast, but yeah. <laughs> Orlid also said something that I was dying laughing at. She was like, Claudia and Casey knew each other for two and a half days before Casa happened. I have periods that are longer than that. Like, my period Literally. lasts longer than that. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yeah. It is morning in the villa, and we see a BCGC. Jesse says that things are forgiven, but not forgotten. Maxwell says that things with Olivia are really good, but he's not really closed off. Olivia shares that her feelings are really growing. Tom says that Tanya didn't really go about things the right way last night. And Martin says that he doesn't really think that she loves Shaq. Olivia tells Tanya that she should apologize to Martin, which is actually good advice from Olivia. The one logical thing Olivia has said <laughs> in her lifetime, right. perhaps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tanya pulls Martin and apologizes for not telling him about the kiss. He's like, I accept the apology, but that's not the only reason I'm pissed off. <laughs> he thinks that before the kiss, she should have told him that her head was with Shaq and she said that she wasn't fully there yet. And that's why. And then she also apologizes for calling him bitter. And he's like, we're good. This, to me, also reeks of producers telling her that she needed to take some accountability for the situation. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't think she would have otherwise. I agree. I mean, it's very off-brand for her. I've not seen this with Shaq at all or with any other situation. Yeah, it was like she had enough people telling her to, like, get her shit together. Yeah. But we see a conversation then between Casey and Tom. Casey says he's really happy, but Claudia's comment from the previous night is bothering him. Casey's like, would it really have been an issue if we brought somebody back from Casa? Like, we only knew each other for three days. And Casey says that to compare it to the Tanya Shack situation, it's totally different because they were in love. They were exclusive, etc., and if Claudia is rooting for Shaq and Tanya to get back together, then how can you say that if we'd recoupled, you'd be done after three days of us knowing each other? So fucking fair. She's like very, fair. very on Tanya's team. And in general, mm-hmm. all the girls seem to be kind of except for Lana, maybe. But then the way that they're treating their boys is so different from how they expect Shaq to respond to Tanya doing something way worse. Yeah, Exactly. And then Casey says that he would expect Claudia to get to know any bomb that comes in from here on out. Like, he's obviously still open. Yeah, so this is where I started to be like, oh, shit, Mara was right. He's not that into her. (laughs) You're so right. (laughs) I wanted him to be. I was so convinced that, like, he really wanted to be a Fogarty and was going to, like, ride this one out. (laughs) He could have. I just don't think it would have been honest. Yeah, he's not into her. I think that if Casa hadn't happened or like they had had more time together before Casa, perhaps, perhaps it could have worked out. But I think given the situation, it was a dead on arrival. 
as yeah, they say. and I do think you're right that he probably just liked Claudia more than he liked Cynthia and maybe thought that coming back alone would really, like, solidify their relationship, yeah. but everything that's happening post them coming back, and I think the way that Claudia is handling things as well mm-hmm. and making it seem like such a big deal is really turning him off of her. I agree. It's definitely, he's he's definitely getting turned off by her reaction to all of this. Yeah. For sure. So we now see a chat between Claudia and Casey, and he says that things are going at a good pace and that the more time he spends with her, the more he closes himself off to other girls. He Mm. said that he would expect her to get to know someone if they came in, but it would take a lot to turn his head for another bomb. She says that he's different to the other guys that she's dated before. Casey's basically saying, like, we've only known each other for a couple days. Things are still going well. We're still getting to know each other. I don't expect you moving forward to be closed off. And then he's saying, if I were in her shoes, I wouldn't be closed off. But he could just say, because he is in her shoes, I am not closed off. (laughs) Right. If I were in her shoes, like you are. We then see a conversation between Will and Jesse, and they talk about whether or not they could work on the outside. Will says that he's done with partying. He's partied for 23 years. They make a joke about how he's partied since he came out of the womb. He says that he's ready for a relationship and he asks Jesse what they are. She says that she's waiting to see what he's going to do because she's already put herself out there. The Islanders then get a text. They're going to be doing a knowing me, knowing you couples challenge. Yeah. Shaq and Tanya are kind of cuddling when this text comes in and he's like I guess I'm going to be hosting since I'm single and she's like do I have to talk to Martin and then Martin comes and pulls her because all the Islanders have a little bit of time to talk about their answers to potential Mm -hmm. questions before the game actually starts and just in general for this whole thing that vibe between Martin and Tanya is so uncomfortable yes very tense I hate honestly how both of them are treating each other more so on Tanya's end but I just hate it in general. I agree. I agree. The first question is for the boys, and it is, what is your girl's middle name? This is where we get a sense that Shaq is going to be very, very tough with the grading of this game because (laughs) Ron says, I think, Elizabeth, and Lana's like, no, it's Helen Elizabeth, and they don't get the point. I'm like, I know. It feels pretty like the Shaq should have gotten that. Close enough, Yeah. The boys are asked what their girl's turn on is. Tom says nipples. Sammy says nipples. But that drawing is not me. There's like a little (laughs) (laughs) stick figure with the huge boobs. (laughs) Maxwell says neck kisses. Olivia says yes. Will says outside cheeky public. (laughs) Is this (laughs) coherent? (laughs) What? Us talking or this? No. (laughs) (laughs) What Will said, outside cheeky public? The most random statement. (laughs) Yeah, but they get it right because Jessie says sex outside the bedroom, which I think we know. We've heard about her having sex on a paddleboard and the side of a cliff. Mm -hmm. Again, I do think her and Will could work out. I see them having a lot of sex on the farm. Yeah, definitely. Which Islander is least genuine? Kai answers Olivia and Sonam gets that right. Martin says Kai and Tanya gets that right. Casey says Martin and Claudia got that right. And then a bunch of the other Islanders say Martin as well. Hmm. Yeah, which Martin was confused by. A lot of their answers were like, we just don't know you that well. But like they don't know Max that well either. Yeah, that's true. Fair point. 
The girls are then asked what their partner's favorite sex position is. Claudia says doggy, and Casey confirms that that is correct. Sammy says speed bump, and Tom confirms that that is correct. Do you know what that is? I had to Google it. No. What is a speed bump? It's like doggy, but when you're... It's more just like the when the girl's like laying down like on oh. her stomach. Oh, okay. Got it. I'm in shock that Tom's favorite sex <laughs> position does not involve eye contact. <laughs> Maybe it makes it too intimate. <laughs> Gets him uh-huh. in his head. I don't know. I was surprised by that. Martin's really favorite funny. sex position is missionary and Tanya doesn't know that. And he's like, I just told you. And she's like, well, I forgot my love. Yeah. <sighs> the girls are then asked which couple their boy thinks is most compatible. All the girls basically guess that they're going to say Will and Jesse. But really what happens is Casey writes Tom and Sammy. Kai says Ron and Lana. Tom says Claudia and Casey. Ron says Sammy and Tom. And then Martin says Will and Jesse. And Jesse ITMs wondering if something happened in Casa to make the boys think that or like what they were really seeing of Will in Casa that has made them feel like they're not compatible because she felt like before Casa they did feel like her and Will were the most compatible couple. But the yeah. only boy that actually said Jesse and Will is Martin, who's the only one that didn't see Will in Casa, which I think is a right. really astute observation. I agree. It was very astute. Then we move on to which Islander does the boy trust the least? Sanam guesses Olivia for Kai, but Kai says Claudia. Tom. He says Claudia Sammy just both. because he hasn't gotten a chance to know her very well, but right. Claudia ITMs. Yeah, like the Martin thing. Yeah, but Claudia ITMs that that's strong words. Right. Weird. <laughs> Tom and Sammy both say Martin because they don't know him, and Lana and Ron also say Martin. Then the Islanders are asked, which girl would your boy couple up with if, it, if he wasn't with you? Claudia guesses Sammy, but Casey put Lana. And Casey says, I thought it would have been obvious. And Claudia then ITMs, she was really surprised. We see them bicker a little bit. It's a little awkward. That feels like the most Uh, obvious answer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he was really into Lana. I don't know. And also, he just was with her before. And like, when you're playing a game like this, that's Mm -hmm. how it's played. That is the answer. If there's an obvious person Mm -hmm. that they were with in the past like that that's who you put down and it's like a little uncomfortable but then you get the fucking point exactly 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 yeah maxwell guesses shack for olivia she agrees sammy guesses claudia tom agrees jesse guessed layla which was so good everyone savage savage will's like that's not how the game is played (laughs) i know Good thing Will can take a joke. Whew. That was a hot one. Tom and Sammy end up winning the challenge. One more thing about the Jesse and Jesse putting Layla thing. I think that it was a nice moment because it was the first time that she was talking about the Layla Will thing where she wasn't just sobbing and it was like kind of in a Mm -hmm. joking context. And I loved loved that for her. It's like the first signs that she might be getting over it. (laughs) Yeah, just in time for movie night. I know. 
It's nighttime now, and Claudia is talking to the girls and is like, should I be annoyed? And the girls agree that Casey's attitude was bad. Claudia says if Lana was single, I wouldn't have stood a chance coming in. Yeah, I didn't really understand the bad attitude comment. Mm. Maybe we didn't see something. That is definitely possible. I know that they've cut a lot of things out already. Definitely. Based on like what the Islanders who've left have been saying online. We then see a conversation between Jesse and Will. Will says that he was happy that everyone said that they were the most compatible. And Jesse points out that all the girls did, but not really the boys. And she feels like there's been a shift in the boys' attitudes toward them as a couple. And that they aren't really supporting them. Jesse questions whether or not she's overthinking it. Will says, I think it's okay to feel like that. And I get why you would feel that way. And he doesn't want her to push any of her feelings down because they won't grow if she does. Which was nice. He says the right things, I feel like, so often. Yeah, he's handling this how Tanya should be handling things. Yes. Yes, definitely true. Yes. Casey, Tom, Martin, and Maxwell have a chat then, and they discuss the challenge. They bring up the whole Lana thing, and Casey says that he knows that Sammy was an easy answer, but then he thought about it, and he's like, yeah, but it wouldn't be Sammy. It would be Lana. And they think that Sammy's an easy answer just because him and Tom are best friends, which I like. I think so. Yeah. It seems yeah. kind of like a weird logic, but everyone seems mm-hmm. to be on board with that. Right. The girls chat. Sammy says to Claudia, back yourself and take it at face value. Lana says she didn't expect it. She says we have a friendship, which is nice after feeling like things were pretty awkward between them for a while after she got back together with Ron. But that's all she sees from his side and her side. Claudia Mm -hmm. is like, I think he was too scared. If he knew there was a gap, would he put his foot in the door? Which I think is valid. But also, either way, Lana broke up with him. I think that, like, her, her, like, what-if scenario, like, sure, if that had happened, maybe that would have happened. You can't, like, get caught up in all the what-ifs. You have to, like, take things as they are presently. You know what I mean? Yes. Again. Oh, my God. I got all my pot on paper. She was reading a tweet (laughs) about somebody talking about this, and they said, saying if Lana was single, would Casey be with her, is like saying, if my grandma had wheels, she'd be a bicycle. Right. A hundred percent. Exactly. like, okay. I think I saw that tweet. (laughs) Not relevant. (laughs) Exactly. Totally irrelevant. Yeah. Casey then tells the boys that Sammy was in the villa when he first came in and he went for Lana because he was most interested in her. If it wasn't for her saying that she was with Ron, he says, I might still be with her, (laughs) which, yeah. No, but you just don't want to be with Claudia. Right. (laughs) Olivia says that Casey still has underlying feelings for Lana and Sammy says that it's natural, but he should own it. Claudia's like, we haven't talked about it, but I also haven't asked. And Claudia wonders if she was just a convenient person for Casey to partner up with since he was single when she came into the villa. Yeah, I think that, like, she was convenient, but I do think he was genuinely interested in her. Yeah, in the beginning. I mean, he came back from Casa alone, and that should have made her feel confident, but her confidence in their relationship is just spiraling as the episodes go on. Yeah, 
She gets really insecure. Yeah. So we're in episode 38 now, and Claudia and Casey chat. They say that they haven't really discussed Lana, but Claudia says that her name has come up a lot. Casey says she's overthinking it, and she's like, I need to know if there's still feelings there. He laughs and says no and assures her that she is not second best, which he had literally just said that he might still be with Lana to the boys at the end of the last episode if she hadn't chosen Ron. Kai and Sanam then have a chat, and Kai says that he's really been struggling, and the dynamic has changed in the villa in general, not between them. He calls Tanya a hypocrite and then calls Olivia a hypocrite, and he says that he thought that Claudia would have acted like a bigger person. I don't remember exactly why he calls Tanya and Olivia a hypocrite, though. Well, he thinks everyone's a hypocrite except for Jesse and Sammy, apparently. Yeah, right. (laughs) We then have a conversation between Casey, Claudia, Jesse, and Will. And Casey says that there's nothing there with Lana. And he thinks that on the first night of Casa, the girls were kissing all the boys and that they're now finally past all of that and they've forgotten it. Jesse says it's not forgotten. But he says the important thing is that they've all talked about it. Jesse's like, but lying is a whole different story. This is where I start to think that maybe the producers have given them a heads up that movie night is coming Mm -hmm. because they all start to be like, or they just know it's coming because they are good at the game and students of the game. But they all start to be like, if you lied, you better tell me. Right. Exactly. Olivia and Ron chat and Olivia says, I need reasons for why Kai says I'm not genuine. (laughs) (laughs) ron is like it's okay that he can't give an explanation right (laughs) oh my god fucking enigma with a bone i know she won't let it go she won't let it go and this is a theme will and jesse then chat and he tells her that he got caught up in the night and he's doubting what he said with layla so they definitely got a heads up Yeah. Basically, he's trying to say, I don't want to lie, but he might have made passing comments that he didn't tell Jesse about because he knows that he Mm -hmm. was being flirty. Jesse's like, I trust you. And she ITMs that she's scared because she's not sure if he's freaking out because she said lying is make or break or because he's not telling her the truth. Yeah, I do think that Jesse got in his head a little bit with it, but I I agree. I think they all know what's coming at this point. Kai and Olivia then have another chat, and (laughs) Olivia says that picking Claudia for person he trusts the least was a cop-out. He kind of agrees, actually, and Olivia says that for her, him picking Claudia confirms that he's the one who's fake. Olivia thinks that he should have just said her, and Kai's like, I can't be arsed with this conversation. And he feels like she's just going at him and he doesn't want to have a confrontation. He ends up getting up and storming off. Okay, but can we discuss, like, Olivia has gotten so pissed this entire season Mm -hmm. when people have chosen her as, Zara choosing her as most two-faced, anyone choosing her as disingenuine or whatever or fake, and now she's like, you didn't choose me and that's fake. It's like, Jesus 
fucking Christ. What do you want? Dude, I fucking forgot about the reaction with Zara calling her Two-Face. Yes, she Holy always gets shit. mad about it. And even earlier in the game when Kai did choose Olivia as most disingenuine, which I think is kind of weird that they did that and most untrustworthy. But he was like, he literally looked at her and was like, it's just a game when he chose Olivia because he knows how she's going right. to respond. But like, he can't win. Now she's mad because he didn't choose her. Oh, my God, Olivia. I know. He tried to Ugh. like save some of your feelings and you're mad about that. Like, what are you doing? Ugh, she's too much. <laughs> she's too much. Yeah. But anyway, Kai goes to he goes like into the kitchen. He starts complaining about this to the other islanders who are like in the kitchen area. He's like. Why can't she just leave me alone? And he like throws his toast in a little bit of a angry move. But I mean, he's definitely holding back. I feel like he wants to just go off on her. But right. knows that's like a terrible idea. Olivia's asking for it too. I know. She's poking the bear. She is poking the bear. <laughs> Maxwell then pulls Olivia and he tells her that he wants to have her back, but he also wants to know what she's trying to get from Kai, which I think is valid. And if he's going to have her back, he needs to understand where she's coming from. And honestly, it'd be great for all of us to understand where she's coming from. So thank you, Maxwell. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia is like, it was just supposed to be a quick convo as if this is some sort of explanation and mm-hmm. Maxwell's like, that's not a quick combo. You wanting to get an explanation <laughs> for why he thinks you're fake. Right. Olivia's like, he shouldn't have thrown his toast and had a tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh. Kai is saying to some of the other Islanders that if Olivia was really happy in her situation, she would just leave him alone. Mm hmm. She says to Maxwell that she just wants to say what's on her mind. And she's like, I know I put on this front, but I, you know, I do have feelings and things come out of me and I just need to say it sometimes. It's like, what front, Olivia? You're constantly saying what you think. Right. Constantly confronting people and not letting things go. 100%. She's always giving her input. Yeah. Maxwell's like, I'm just trying to understand your point of view. And she's like, well, clearly you don't. <laughs> Yeah, she, like, gets mad at him. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why are you so upset? Oh, you truly can't. I can't handle her. I need her gone. I can't. I know. The boys and the girls break off and they each have a chat. Olivia tells all the girls about her conversation with Kai and Maxwell. And she doesn't feel that Max is understanding where she's coming from. The boys kind of look over at the girls and Max is like, I think she's crying. And Shaq is like, the only reason I can think that she'd be crying is because of how she's made you feel, which <laughs> is to me a hilarious comment. Why the fuck would Olivia be crying about that? No. She does not know how to empathize. Shaq is so pure. <laughs> He's like, well, she must like, yeah, feel really it's like, bad about making you feel bad. It's like, right. have you met Olivia? <laughs> right. Who who do you think she is, Shaq? What oh, person are you getting? Because we are not getting that person. I love him so much. <laughs> the girls then say that the connection that Olivia has with Max is really strong. Jesse says that Kai has treated her like shit and it's okay for her to cry about it. And Olivia says that she doesn't want to lose Max. I don't really get why Kai Okay. Let's like try to put ourselves in the Islanders' shoes. Like Okay. What do they think? Wait, hold on. Let me transport. Hold on. I'm going to transport into Jesse's shoes. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm Jesse. <laughs> I feel like I'm a I'm an actual girls girl. Mm-hmm. And since <laughs> everyone has come back from Casa, Kai has not been talking to the girls. I think that is true and we hear a conversation about yeah. that later. He's pulled back a bit from the girls. So I'm only hearing Olivia's point of view. And mm-hmm. I love my friend Olivia. She's so genuine and so real. <laughs> so real. <laughs> oh, I dearly hope that our listeners watch Bachelor. Olivia is genuine and Olivia is also very strong. And so I feel like she if she's upset, then I just like need to have her back and validate her. That's the only thing I can think of. I think that's probably right. Yeah. I think they're just trying to validate her. Yeah. It's still wild. I don't know. It's still wild. I mean, there's a part of me that like if any one of my girlfriends is like dating someone and they're like, oh, he did. I'm like, why do we hate him? Tell me. Like, I get it. True. I, I get that part of it of just kind of being a blind girl's girl and assuming the best of your girlfriends and the worst of the boys that they feel have wronged them. Yeah. I guess that's really all I can give them. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Is Lana there for this chat? Like, why doesn't she speak up in this moment? Lana is there for that chat. She there. This was like a week where Lana was just like absent. Yeah. Her and Ron kind of. Her and Ron, like, are getting cut out. Like, it's just because they're not actively involved in any drama right now. Olivia is just holding so tightly to this thing that Kai doesn't feel like she's genuine. Right. Like, that's her whole shtick around, around this drama. I think she's just trying to villainize Kai somehow and play victim. Maybe she's trying to villainize Kai so she looks like the better one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's not not it's working, not working for me. <laughs> it's not, not working for anyone. It's not working for her. It's not working for us. It's not no. working for the British public. Mm. And to <laughs> quote Tanya from later on in the episode, honey, it's not working, honey, honey. <laughs> it's what you're doing is just not working. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my gosh. We see Max and Olivia talk again, and he says that he understands why she feels the way that she does and that she wants an apology, but she has to realize she's not going to get an apology. She says, I just wanted my say, and he says, are you done now? (laughs) And they kiss. (laughs) No, Maxwell. Shut her up, She is not. (laughs) She's never done. She's never done. I'm so sorry, but this will likely be something she holds on to for the next three to five years. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it is now morning time in the villa, and Will and Jesse talk to the boys and the girls and their BCGCs. Will says he's not feeling himself, and Jesse says that they had a tiff, and she's nervous that Will will back off because it's just hard in their relationship right now. Sammy mm-hmm. says it's easier for Kai to hate Olivia than it is to get along. Maybe valid, but also I don't know what Kai could do to make Olivia be civil with him. Like, whatever his answer is isn't going to be satisfying to her. So he's just not engaging. Yeah. Sanam says that Kai wants to put it to bed, but not in the way that you do. And she wants everyone to move on. She doesn't like being in the middle. 
I like that Snom chimed yeah. in here. Like, poor thing is just so... She is very in the middle. Like, Kai is her main connection, and I don't think she's super mm-hmm. connected to any of the girls yet again because she doesn't have, like, a buddy that came with her from Casa. Exactly, yeah. Tom and Sammy say that they feel like things are a little bit different now with Will and Jesse, which then cuts to a conversation between Will and Jesse where they talk about the compatibility question from the challenge the day before. Jesse asks Will if there's anything that he wants to mention, and Will reiterates he did have a connection with Layla initially, but he cut it off the next night. Jesse says that it's just really confusing. She feels like he's leaving out tiny details, and it's chipping away at her trust in the story. They probably don't remember every single thing that they said or every single thing that happened. And... Mm -hmm. I don't think that's lying. If anything, it's lying by omission. They're kind of the girls are kind of expecting them to have like photographic memories and be able to recount every yeah. single detail of what happened. And if not, they're the boys are the villains. Oh, it's not fair at all. It's like as if I was telling you a story of what I did over the weekend, and I was like, oh yeah, and I had a bottle of uh, white wine, and you come to find out that I actually had a bottle of red. You'd be like, you're a liar. You told me it was white. Or like, no, it wouldn't even be like that. It would be like if you told me you had a bottle of white wine, but really you had had a bottle of white wine and a martini and you didn't tell me about the martini. Mm. Right. You didn't mention the martini. You That's fucking true. liar. Yeah. It'd be it's like insane. that. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't fucking remember. And just so you know, I no longer trust you. <laughs> right. You're all in the same situation. You are in this like bubble of stress. How are you expected to remember all of this shit? This is all very much prepping for movie night. They know it's coming. They're like, these little details you're leaving out, I'm about to see them. So this is where we get a text and Max and Olivia go on their date in the (laughs) treehouse. Olivia says this is a deja vu being here and that she sees potential with Max. And she's talking about how he's her sixth couple. And I counted this and tell me if I got it right. Will, Tom, Mm -hmm. Harris... Spencer, Kai, Mm -hmm. and now Max. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I love that she's keeping track. She's like my sixth boyfriend in the villa. Of course she's keeping track. (laughs) Who would she be if she wasn't keeping track? Yeah, but she's also like, Mm -hmm. no more couples. You're ticking boxes. I think you're mature and we can communicate. Mm -hmm. And she... At some point, maybe it's not now, but it's like, I'm done with frogs. I've found my prince. And it's like, maybe if like the past five couples yeah. haven't worked out, honey, maybe you're the common denominator, honey. She also mentions that like no more tests. And I was like, I don't really feel like you've been the one that's been tested here. So while they're gone, we see this chat between Lana and Kai. And according to that producer, sending them away, it might have been for the reason that these sorts of chats could happen. Right, exactly, yeah. So this conversation between Lana and Kai, he says that since coming back from Casa, he's been keeping to himself more often, and Lana says that Kai hasn't really been talking to any of the girls, and he explains that he's been doing that because of Olivia, and he knows that she's going to want to vent to all the girls, and he doesn't really want to talk about the situation or get involved, and I really respect that, actually. Totally, totally agreed. Yeah, he's like, it's her girls, let her let her deal with it, let her vent, let her, etc., Kai says, I'm not going to apologize for things that I'm not sorry for. Lana suggests that maybe he just needs more time. And Kai says that the girls did things too. And the guys have taken a lot of shit for it. But 
more girls than boys recoupled. True, but it's also a weird only one. Uh, but <laughs> it's like a strange argument because it's like you are the the only boy that recoupled, but like as a group, mm-hmm. you guys are worse than us. Yeah, it's a bit of a. I think this is the right term for it, like a straw man argument. Oh my god, my dad was just explaining this to me on our trip, and I was like, I don't get it. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> The logical fallacy of distorting an opposing position into an extreme version of itself and then arguing against that extreme version. Oh, shit. I feel like I do that. (laughs) Maybe this is why my dad brought it up to me. (laughs) I'm like, Um, and then he said he hates me, but really, like, he was like, oh, yeah, I don't like it when you do that. (laughs) Fascinating. So maybe this isn't a straw man argument, but... A fun piece of vocab, know. nonetheless. <laughs> we all learned something today. Yeah. I feel like that's what Olivia does, though, with everything. I could see that. Anyway. You know who does do it? I think Tanya does it with Shaq. <sighs> Tanya. I don't know. I'm having a she bit of a hard time. Him. We'll get to it. She definitely gaslights him. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the straw man thing. I'm trying to think of an example. It's probably not relevant to talk about right but we'll find a time when it is i'm sure that a time will come up as we get into movie night which we're about to so let's move on yes back on the date olivia and max are talking about how they could see things moving forward in the future and being exclusive and they're also feeding each other like spears of fruit out of a Mm -hmm. big gold bowl (laughs) (laughs) i don't know Back from the date, there's a BCGC, and Max is like, it was sick. Olivia says she's happy and is recounting to the girls the conversation they had about things moving towards exclusivity, boyfriend, girlfriend. He's saying that it was nice to have time to talk about things moving forward, and then they get a text. It is movie night! Shaq is like I guess I'll see if there's anything that Tanya hasn't mentioned a little bit of foreshadowing there for you so the way movie night functions is the Islanders are asked a question where they have to guess some sort of numerical answer it's all sex trivia yeah and whoever gets closest to the answer it's not price is right rules where if you go over, you automatically lose. It's just whoever is the closest to the number. I really wish that this was not an aspect of movie night. I feel like they should just play more clips and go back and yeah. forth between the b- girls yeah. and boys and let them choose. Like, this is so I uninteresting agree. to me, given how juicy the content is. I completely agree. I feel like it's a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. Just let it go 1v1. Which is kind of how it ends up happening anyway and i'm sure that they have to do that like they have to see clips from both sides i wish we could see all the clips i just roll all the tapes please i know i know i already watched it i want to watch them watch it i want to watch them watch (laughs) all of them actually not all of them leave the maxwell out leave the bombs out i don't care leave jesse out like leave those ones out but the rest of them just some of them back and forth that's all i care about (laughs) yep Please give us the tea. (laughs) Okay, so what's the first question? (laughs) So the first question is how many erections does a man get on average per day? And Ron immediately says 40. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot. Oh my God. I was like, holy shit. That is concerning. Go to the doctor. 
That's like um, almost being hard for the majority of the day. And I like, feel how like. are you doing that on TV? Are they just all constantly hiding boners? Yeah. It's on average twice per hour. <laughs> If it's 40 a day. Well, and that's assuming it's 24 that hours in the day. Right. But that's assuming that you're you're awake hard in your sleep, which I guess does happen. I don't know. I was very concerned when I heard Ron say this. Also, just very concerned for Lana. 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did love that the boys started breaking it down, though. They were like, well, you've got morning and then maybe sometime. No, I think day, that was the girls. That night. was the girls. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Well, the girls say four. The boys say 20, which is still a lot. <laughs> yes. The answer is 11, which is a lot. Feels reasonable, but a lot. <laughs> More reasonable than reasonable. 40. Still a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. 11. Anyway, they decide to play the movie The Fast and the Curious, which is a clip of Casey. That was the least creative movie title of the episode. Yeah. Because aren't I they know. supposed to be able to tell from dumb. the title who it's going to be about? I think so. Yeah, they usually try to incorporate your name. I don't know why they couldn't figure something out for Casey. I also just don't get why they chose this one first that was so unclear about Because Claudia's pushy. I don't know. No, I know, but how did they know it was Casey? Did the producers tell them? Maybe. Maybe they did it just out of um, elimination because of all the other titles. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we see a clip where Shaq says that he wants to put in work. Will is on job. Casey tells Will to explore other girls. We also see a clip of Casey kiss Sanam. We see Casey telling Cynthia that she's in his top three. We see the first kiss with Cynthia. No, I don't think we see the first kiss with Cynthia. We see the straddle kiss with Cynthia. You're right. We see the straddle kiss with Cynthia. Claudia is angry because he said he never asked Cynthia to sleep in his bed. And he says, I didn't. But Claudia's like, it's right there in black and white. <laughs> in black and white. He, sorry. Or whatever. <laughs> that might be my my interpretation of what she said. <laughs> A twist on this where they're all like silent films with the black and white, like with captions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesse tells Casey to stop defending himself and just say sorry. This was really set up to fuck Casey over because we discussed when this actually happened that it, contextually he didn't mm-hmm. really ask her, but the way it was shown, they didn't show the whole first part of the conversation. Right. He like insinuated it, but I feel like Cynthia was being really pushy about it. Yeah. Because she had to be. Yep. The next question is, how many times does the average Brit have sex in their lifetime? The guys say 2,800. The girls have put 25,000. <laughs> <laughs> so many. And the boys win. It's 2,500. It's actually very close. I'm very impressed with the boys working that one out. They did a good job. Was this before now? I think it was before we get to this point where there was a chat. It was like Lana and Tom and someone else talking about how Kai is a teacher. And Tom was like, he's actually really smart. And Lana's like, oh, what does he teach? P.E.? And Tom's like, yeah, in biology. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe this is like partially due to Kai actually knowing math i don't know whatever oh maybe maybe the next clip that is chosen is catch me if you tan and this is obviously about tanya first in this clip we see the kissing challenge and the fallout of the kissing challenge and Shaq getting upset and tanya saying that it's stuff like that that will give her the ick with him 
Then it cuts mm-hmm. to Tanya telling Martin about this and her doing the bite thing to Martin. Yeah. Saying that she feels something with Martin. And then finally the kiss in bed. Jack is upset and he's like, oh, just a peck. And Martin went in for it. Jack is saying she wasn't honest. Martin blesses us with meme content that I believe will persist (laughs) for the rest of time. Him eating his popcorn. Yeah, it's good. He's fucking loving this. He's living for it. I loved this for him. They're arguing back and forth. Shaq is super pissed. And she's like, I told you about the kiss. What do you want? Can we confirm what she actually said about the kiss? She did say that it was just a peck or it was like a short kiss and Martin went in for it, right? She calls it a quick kiss and Martin went in for it. Yeah. And it doesn't look like a quick kiss to me. And it kind of looks a little mutual. No, I agree. Like, even if Martin initiated it, she, as we said, in, like, all their conversations, it seemed like was really, really trying to kiss him. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We then move into our next episode, uh, episode 39. Movie night continues. The question is, how many calories can you burn in 30 minutes of sex? And the girls are immediately like, Jesse, Jesse, what do you think? Which I think is so smart. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Why would Jesse know? Because she's a personal trainer. Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that that yeah, she would know. Girls put down three hundred, the answer is two hundred, so the girls win. Casey put six fifty. Yeah. The girls decide to play Ronnie Darko. We see a clip of Ron talking to Kai about how he thinks Olivia will recouple because of all the back and forth with Tom and how coupling up with Kai was her way of staying in the villa. Olivia then like calls out, oh, wow, okay, (laughs) during this clip. And then we see a clip of Ron talking to Tom about how he thinks Sammy was going to come back with somebody and encouraging Tom to recouple. Olivia then goes off on Ron and she's like, you said I couldn't get Tom. And Ron's like, is that not true? (laughs) And Olivia starts crying. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it is true. It is true. She could not get Tom. At first, she's upset about the whole thing. And then she's kind of just fixates on this saying that she couldn't get Tom thing. But I also feel like Olivia's reaction totally prevented Sammy from having her moment of being like, you lied to me, Ron. And that just never comes up. No, that's such a good point. That is such a good point. She does totally overshadow that that whole aspect of it. Of course. Yeah, I guess this is when I started to dislike Claudia. <laughs> yeah, because she's hyping <laughs> Olivia up. And it's like, you're the most beautiful. You can get really anyone. Annoying. Martin starts laughing and Tanya's like, is something funny? He's <laughs> like, don't talk to me. Jesse says the boy stooped low. And Ron says he doesn't want to say sorry, but he will because Olivia is London's mate. Yeah. Next question. According to a recent survey, what percent of Brits say that they have suffered from carpet burn during sex? Mm. Both of the teams guessed 50% and it's a tie, but the girls answered faster. The real answer is 65%. I was shocked by that. I thought it'd be lower. Have you ever gotten carpet burn from sex? No. Have you? I have. Yeah. Well, I need to be more fun. Uh, <laughs> not worth I it. Don't, I don't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not pleasant. Yeah. 
They choose <laughs> Shaq to the future. And we see a combo with Shaq and Zara from a million years ago where he is expressing that he's interested in getting to know her. And this is like oh, yeah. after Tanya, like in the middle of the clip, Tanya brings Shaq a tea. Yeah. Ron says that Tanya is going to make a big deal of that. And Shaq's like, fuck that. Tanya then goes, <laughs> Anything anyone wants to ask me? (laughs) (laughs) And Shaq, my logical and emotionally stable king, goes, yeah, sure, Tanya. Are are you upset by that clip? And she goes, I have nothing to say to you. (laughs) She's so toxic. I literally can't. Insane. They start bickering back and forth. She's like, the difference is you knew about my clip. I didn't know about yours. So Mm -hmm. I checked... And this is not true. After this conversation between Shaq and Zara, Shaq pulled Tanya and told her about this. Maybe not specifically what was said, but was like, yeah, I talked to Zara and like there might be some interest there. Hello, Shaq. Ah, TT. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just like... I feel like I, too, I speak about you too much. I try not to she speak thinks about, so. I try, speak, I try not to speak about you anymore like, to people. When people say, oh, how are you? And Tanya say, yeah, we're good. Like, you know, it's just going well. Long. Because, like, if I speak, I speak about you a lot. Just speak about me with Zara. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What? How did, how did your conversation go? Um. Yeah, it went, it went, it went good. But, like, do you feel like when you speak to her that, like... Is anything there? I feel like there there is a vibe there. We do and we do we do get along. So yeah. it's like I am gonna like speak to her like a bit more and get to know her a bit more. And, but like obviously, you know, like me and you, like the direction that we're going in is mm. like very like very very good and very positive. So it would take it would take like a lot for me to like, turn my head, and you know that as well. How do how you feel about that? Be honest. So, obviously, it doesn't make me feel great, but... Yeah, I mean, like... Just get to know her and try. Yeah. And just keep staying honest with me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good on you for checking. Roll those tapes. I truly can't. Damn. Oh, Shaq is like, damn, you said you loved me and then went to Casa and kissed someone. Yeah. True. Ain't wrong. She's like, that's <laughs> childish. Yeah. And Jesse was being really annoying during all of this, too. I think she just is so strung up. Like, already she is dealing with emotions about what happened with Will and then kind of got over it. And now she's sitting there knowing that she's going to have to watch it. We then move into the next the next trivia question. The Islanders get the question, what percentage of men say they fall in love at first sight? The guys guess 45%. The answer is 48%. The guys win. They decide to watch Live Actually, Olivia's movie. And we see a clip of Olivia forgetting Kai's name. <laughs> Kai starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. I love him. And He's just like, okay, I like, know. great. It's over. I'm happy. You're happy. You forgot my name. Like, we're, this is great. We were on the same page. He's like, so positive about the whole thing. He's like, it's in the past. I'm good. Like, yeah. let's just leave it there. Yeah. 
We then see a clip of Olivia talking to Maxwell about the other couples. We see Olivia say that Claudia forgave Casey too quickly and that she was really close to kissing Bailey and that Sammy will let things go with Tom, but that she doesn't think that she should be making it that easy. We see Olivia questioning whether or not it'll work between Sammy and Tom. We also see her talking about Kai and Sanam and how he only picked her because he wanted to be safe. Shaq is like, oh my days, the shade is real. And Olivia says, it's nothing I wouldn't say, like, to your face, basically, which is just simply not true. Nope. And, yeah, this is just the tip of the fucking iceberg with her. I know. I I thought they should have showed more. I did, too. I wanted them to give... Like, what the fuck? I said this last week, but I wanted it to be... Olivia saying I'm a girl's girl and then a compilation of all the times yep. that she has talked shit. But yep. they I didn't. Know. So oh wow. They went easy they went a little easy on her with this. Agreed. Yeah. The next trivia question is what percentage of women's sexual dreams include a current or past partner? Um I love that sammy was like i did like two nights ago it's high it's high (laughs) right (laughs) yeah the boys guessed 90 percent, which i thought was really ambitious like i definitely knew it was lower than that i feel like most sex dreams are about like celebrity or i don't know like a rando Mm -hmm. so the girls win this one the correct answer is 20 percent, and they Mm -hmm. choose free willy and as the clip starts to roll, Will calls out, I love you, Jesse. <laughs> I know. He's also, like, covering his eyes the entire time. Yeah, he doesn't watch it, and the boys have to fill him in once the clip is over yeah. on what happened. I know. Yeah. He should have just watched it. I know. Oh. But it's just painful. Mm-hmm. We see Will flirting with Layla. We see him kissing her and asking to share a bed. And then we see them in bed and she's doing something under the covers. And he says, oh, that's naughty, which mm-hmm. is very suggestive. I don't mm-hmm. even remember that from the original scene. Oh, yeah. I remembered it, but it was very clearly just like her trying to be cuddly. And he was just not really. At that point, he had already started to feel guilty. I Yeah, yeah. But- So then this clip ends with, and this is where I feel like the producers are really, really pushing for Jesse and Will to stay together and to be a strong couple because the clip ends with him telling the boys that he regrets what he did and telling them that he's falling in love. Jesse's crying and she's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to feel. And the girls insinuate that Layla touched his dick and he's like, no, she was trying to cuddle me. And they kind of bicker back and forth. Yeah. The next question is, what percentage of men aged 18 to 24 haven't had sex in a year? Ron says, there's a lot of people without game. (laughs) I love, like, that the implication is, is, like, I have a lot of game. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, obviously, all of us here have a ton of sex, but there's a lot of other people out there not having sex. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true from the answer. (laughs) It's true. The boys end up winning. The answer is 56.9%. A little over half. That's actually... That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. They decide to play Jess Side Story, Jesse's movie. We see her talking about object permanence. We see her telling the girls to follow their heart, do what you want, and deal with it when you get back. The girls are like, I think Sammy says, cats are away, the mice will play. And we see um, 
So then it cuts to Jesse real time and she's telling everyone, if you guys want to get mad about that, you can. And Will's like, it's minor, it's minor, it's minor. So Sammy then yells that Jesse did, you know, fuck all wrong. Like she didn't do anything wrong. And Will says, relax, it's minor. Why are you shouting at me? I think this is when Casey is like, oh, my God, like we could say like, nice clips girls and the girls would be like yeah they fucking are <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly they were getting fired up so fired up yeah <laughs> the next question is what percent of men have received oral sex in the past year so this makes me think that just like casey we're operating under a heteronormative structure in which oral sex does not count as sex because this percentage yeah. does not jive with the what percentage of men haven't oh, yeah. had sex in the last year. Although I guess that one was also age specific. That was 18 to 24. And this is just what percentage of men. The girls put 80% and the guys put 69. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I wrote 68. Whoops. There you yes. Go. The girls win. And the correct answer was 76%. They're both yeah, pretty close. It's a lot. It is a lot. They choose Mad Maxwell, and I'm like, truly, why? But anyway. Right. I guess just the only reason would be to Olivia. It- hype up Olivia. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It was Olivia just being like, what's he doing? Da, yeah. Da, 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 da. We see him talking about how things are going well with Olivia and he wouldn't go out of his way to talk to a bombshell, but he would give them the time of day and he's not 100% closed off. It's so funny because he like stands up and bows. The girls are like, good job, Max. And everyone's like, oh, it's like a good clip. And then, of course, Olivia goes, I thought you said you were closed off. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. It's like, Uh, are you fucking kidding me? Also, this is from a BCGC that happened before their treehouse date. So, like, things yeah, can change. Exactly. Right. 100%. Ron is like, there's always something with Olivia, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia true. says, that was no drama. She's basically like, chill down, Olivia. Like, pick your battles. And Ron's like, yeah. she'll always find something. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. He's clearly done with her shit. Yeah. The next question is, as a percentage, a woman's butt sticks out how much more when she's wearing heels? The <laughs> guys guess 20%. The girls say 15 The boys win. It's 25%. Okay, how... I guess I should wear more heels. No, you shouldn't. It's really bad for your is lower Is this back. measured? How is this measured? What sort of yeah, geometrist is like... Do we... What the... How? Yeah. <laughs> also, wouldn't it depend on, like, how high the heel is? Also, wouldn't it depend on how, how big your butt is to begin with? Yeah, right. Yeah, one of the girls I figured I who know. was like, mine doesn't stick out anymore. <laughs> Sammy. Yeah. Sammy said it. That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The boys choose to pick watching Craving Private Ryan, which was Sammy's video. And we see a clip of her saying that it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. We see her talking to Ryan, saying that she could be in trouble, that her head is scrambled, and that he's surprised her. Next question is, according to a recent survey, what percentage of women fantasize about their boyfriend dressing as a fireman? Do you? (laughs) No. Me neither. I don't have a fireman thing. (laughs) No, me neither. Yeah. Ron said something that was really funny, like, I don't think it's that much, like, da-da-da-da-da, and then once they get the answer, he's like, geez, like, what is going on with you girls? Yes. (laughs) 
So they both say 15%, but the girls, again, answered quicker, and so they win, but the answer is 75%. That is wild. That's a lot. I don't know if I believe that. I don't either, and after the butt measuring one, I just am thinking that they're making this shit up. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, like, is this a Twitter poll or something? Or maybe they're just doing maybe they're just like deciding after the answers have come in what the answer is so that they can oh sure actually like just go back and forth which is what they want to do yeah right the girls choose air force tom and we see tom in a scene saying that he didn't think that he would have a tough decision but that lydia made things hard for him We see the kiss between them and Lydia saying that she's excited to get in bed with him. Then we see them talking about cuddling and then we see them cuddling. Tom kissing Lydia's head in bed. Sammy says, I'm done. The girls look shocked. Sammy's like, are you having me on? Are you joking? And Jesse tells her she deserves better. Sammy shakes her head and says it was worse than she thought and didn't like to see the cuddle. Yeah. I thought this was a bit of an overreaction. I agree. I felt like Tom was pretty honest with her about everything that happened. I mean, seeing it is different than like hearing about it, but I don't know still. Yeah, agreed. It felt too much. I think it's like at this point they had all been so amped up by everything that like she was just going to lose her mind no matter what happened. I also but. was wondering cuz it seemed like she was kind of in a weird headspace, and I was wondering if she was pissed about the Ron thing, but that never comes up. Mm, true. I mean, maybe that was addressed and we just didn't see it, you know? Who knows? Yeah. I was wondering that, because I was pretty surprised it didn't come up. It felt like a really blatant lie that was disproven. Yeah, that's fair. Well, movie night is over, and the guys and girls split up to chat. Sammy complains about Tom's video, and she says she feels like an idiot, Olivia says, let's address the elephant in the room, which is Ronald. (laughs) And I am like, what? What fucking reality are you living in? Why is that the elephant in the room? Because she thinks she's the main character and that's what she's upset about. And so they all need to talk about it. They all have to talk about it. Yeah. So Olivia calls Ron fake and what he did was like a fake friend. We then cut over to the boys. Ron says that he's not going to go full steam on Olivia, but he does not think that she's genuine. And Kai says that Ron did not influence them to recouple. He just reassuring Ron, basically. Cuts back to the girls. Tanya says, I didn't do anything wrong. Which, what? Again, what fucking reality are you living in, Tanya? (sighs) And cuts back to the boys. Shaq says that Tanya's a liar and full of shit, and she really downplayed everything. And that he's done. Back to the girls. Jesse says that Will's clip was the worst, which I did not think at all, personally. Whose clip did you think was the worst? Tanya's. Definitely Tanya's was the worst. For sure. Because I think she was the one who downplayed the situation the most. Maybe followed by Casey, but only because I think he like wanted to admit some of those nitty gritty details. Yeah. I don't think he owed all those details to Claudia, but... I think when you watch it back, you're like, yeah, (laughs) I probably would have rather not known. I agree. Anyway, the girls are getting really riled up. (laughs) So we see Sammy and Tom chat and they're arguing about the cuddles and the kiss. She says that she's upset because she likes him so much. And it's like, you don't have to lie or sugarcoat. He's like, I'm really not trying to do that. This is where I'm like, 
I think he tried to tell her everything and there were just a few, like the way that he threw his leg over Lydia in bed is hard to see, but isn't necessarily something that he probably thought to tell her. Yeah. Sammy is upset that he acted that way towards Lydia and he does the same thing with Sammy and Tom says that the feelings I have for you, he hasn't felt for anyone in a long time. Tom says that he couldn't remember all the stuff, right? Like I said. She's sick of that excuse. She says, I didn't shout anything at you. And he says, you said you're done. He asks if she's done with him. And she says, I don't know. She walks off. And then Tom goes out in the front. He, I think, just really needs to cool off in this moment. And we don't often see Mm -hmm. Islanders go out there. But I think we saw him kind of say to producers, like, I need to go cool off. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, what the front of the house means Versus the rest of the villa. I think it was just a private place that he could be where somebody wouldn't come find him. Okay, that's fair. Tom ITMs that he feels like him and Sammy have gone in reverse. We then see Shaq tell Kai that Tanya downplayed the situation and he's really pissed off. Shaq then goes out front too. And Shaq's like getting upset. Tom looks upset. Tom goes over to Shaq and gives him a hug. It was a really cute moment because Tom is like just breathe bro just breathe and Shaq is crying and I was like oh my god yeah (laughs) this was the moment that Tom really redeemed himself in my eyes oh Tom unfortunately redeemed himself a long time ago for me but he is he's a very sweet friend to the other boys he's sweet yeah I know he's a sweetheart you can tell he's got a big heart yeah Yeah. and at the end of the episode stay tuned because we will discuss so put a bookmark in this moment we will discuss discuss what might have been the reason for Shaq crying here beyond what we are shown yeah then we have a conversation between will and jesse will says that he's sorry that she had to see all of that and asks how she feels she said i don't know i feel numb jesse shares that she feels like he downplayed the situation he apologizes again and said that he did downplay it because when he thinks about it it didn't really feel like anything to him but says, you know, the relationship, everything's in your court right now. It doesn't seem like she can shake the feeling of not trusting Will. And she kind of implies that, like, if he had really liked her, he wouldn't have done it. Kind of the opposite of, like, if he wanted to, he would. Right. (laughs) If he didn't want to, he wouldn't have. (laughs) He wouldn't. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I... I felt like that was like a little bit of a silly perspective personally, but I mean, she wants to work through their issues though. Yeah. It's kind of like tearing off a scab and then pouring salt in the wound of something that is very recently settled a little bit. So I get why she's so upset. Mm -hmm. We see Claudia and Casey chat and she's saying, you act wrong. Just say sorry. She again is bringing up that he asked Cynthia to stay in his bed and he's like, I didn't. They argue. She's like, I saw it in black and white. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Kind of joking here. And she's like, I want an apology. And he apologizes and they cuddle. That's why it was confusing to me because it's like Claudia would like kind of make a big deal out of things, but then like laugh almost everything off when they were like actually sitting down to talk about it. And so I'm like, are you actually upset or are you playing it up for the camera? Yeah. Like it's a little mixed here yeah ron and lana then have a conversation and ron says that he's sorry for having a go at olivia lana says that the tom stuff that he said really hurt her the most 
And Ron says, I've really tried to bite my tongue and I'm fed up with her talking to everyone else like shit. I think she's fake. That's right, Ron. Bring it up. Let's bring it up. Let's Go talk off. about Go it. Off, let's Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Stir the fucking pot, Ron. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking go. Let's get her out. Let's, let's like go. have everyone right. see her true colors. Please, 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 please. I truly right. can't handle this anymore. It is simply painful for me to watch. Yeah. <sighs> so we now see Olivia telling Maxwell that she doesn't want to talk to Ron and that she felt like her closest guy friends in the house were Ron and Shaq and Lana's her best friend. And Olivia is like, Ron has no loyalties. Then Olivia moves on to talking about Maxwell's clip and that he basically Mm. says that he has no loyalties to her. And Maxwell's like, I haven't said that I'm completely closed off. And what he doesn't say, but is implied here, is it's been like a week. Definitely. Martin then talks to Kai and Sanam and says that he feels like Tanya told him and Shaq to like two very different things martin says that tanya made it seem like he was begging to be with her yeah tanya then talks to olivia and maxwell and they are discussing shack being super super upset tanya says tonight was old shack oh fucking can't i hated that comment i hated that comment so much because first of all what do you mean old shack you've been in the villa for five weeks Right. Also, she's yeah. just continuously like saying that he's the problem in their relationship. He is not the problem. She is the mm-hmm. problem. And she's like, he has to change it this way and mm-hmm. this way in order to be good enough for me, worthy of me. Mm-hmm. This is right. abusive. We talk about gaslighting yeah. and it is colloquially misused as just mm-hmm. like disagreeing with someone's opinion. Gaslighting is a psychological manipulation tactic used to make the other person question their sense of reality. And that is what Tanya is doing here to Shaq. Yeah. She refuses to take accountability, 100%. refuses to see her side in things, and I am done. I'm over it. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I hate it. Ron tries to talk to Olivia, and she's like, I don't want to hear it. This made me think of Olivia trying to force Kai to talk to her and, like, getting so upset mm-hmm. when he, like, gets up and walks away or is, like, we'll just agree to disagree. But, like, she can do it. She can mm-hmm. say no if somebody wants to talk to her. Of course. Ron says he's sorry and she goes on about what he said, specifically about her not being able to get Tom. She's like, I can't even look at you. <laughs> yeah. Again, main character. Syndrome. Delusions. In... In the, yeah, yeah. Syndrome. in the makeup room Sammy is crying and Martin tells the guys that Tanya's been lying Tanya's crying too Tom says to Sammy that if he's not here with her then he doesn't want to be here at all Sammy says that she's going to sleep outside with Tanya tonight Tanya tells Shaq that she's been honest and if this is going to make him question things she will walk away which is like very like ultimatum-y very manipulative if you can't get over what I've done to fuck up then, like, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You're the one who fucked up. Yep. Correct. Insane. Correct. <sighs> yeah. In the morning, we have our BCGC. Jesse is expressing a lot of annoyance with the boys. 
Shaq is saying that he feels like if the roles were reversed and Tanya had uh, or and Shaq had brought somebody back from Casa that Tanya would be totally over it and basically wouldn't give him the respect that he is giving her of a second chance. Yeah. Tom is like with love I don't think that Tanya loves you. And yeah. I think that this was a really important moment especially following up that comforting that tom did with shack last night for him to just like be really straight up and it's it's harsh but it's important for shack to hear this is not how you treat somebody that you love and that's absolutely right tom snaps yeah. for you yeah, snaps definitely. for you we need some healthy relationship mm-hmm. representation in this villa and i did not think it would be tom coming through with it but i am here for it <laughs> me too <laughs> Tanya is saying that she's given everything. Oh, I fucking can't. She's not given any accountability. No. Olivia then says that she feels like she let Max off lightly. Fucking delusional, delusional enigma with a bone. I cannot. I'm just like adding to this nickname as it goes on. (laughs) She's a delusional enigma. 100%. I mean,. Maxwell quite literally did absolutely nothing wrong, and you're worried you let him off the hook? There's nothing to be on the hook for. Yeah. Olivia is also unsure where she stands with Ron, and Lana says that the comment that he made about Tom was wrong, and that it's up to her on what she wants to do about Ron. Ron is like, I don't like making girls cry. We then see a conversation between Tom and Sammy, and Tom says that he really couldn't remember doing some of the stuff that was shown, and he felt that they were in a good place. Now that's been all taken away. Sammy's really annoyed by the comment of forgetting. And Tom apologizes again, says he really wants to make things right. And he promises that this is not something that will happen on the outside. Will goes to Tanya and he says, Shaq loves you. She's like, yeah, but he doesn't think I love him. She says, what else does he want from me? Maybe, yeah. like, honesty like a and lot. a healthy relationship that doesn't involve gaslighting and manipulation and emotional abuse. Maybe that's right. what. That's what he wants from you, honey. Right. I can't. <sighs> yeah. Will and Jesse chat, and he asks if she wants to talk about anything. He says, I feel like you don't know about us, but you don't want to say it. She says, I care for you, but I'm confused. He says that he feels... Jesse is losing hope, and he wants to know if she is. She says she's mad at him and feels like he's asking too much right now. They agree to stick at it and that this issue will help them see how they'll deal with real stuff on the outside. I agree with that. Although, hopefully, this is not what comes up yeah, for them on the outside. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> we then see a conversation between Tack, Tack, Shaq, and Tanya. You're good. You're just using their couple names. I love it. That's true. <laughs> Tack. Yeah, that's true. Tanya says, you don't believe that I love you or tell you that I love you. He says that some of what he saw, he expected and he felt like she downplayed the kiss. She says, if you let Mar- Martin get between you and me, Shaq, honestly, and she starts crying. Gaslighting. I was like, gas lighting, manipulative, ultimatums. What the fuck? Like, no, literally. He's not letting Martin do anything. You cheated on him. And he right. is having to right. watch footage of it. Right. Right. He's 
Yeah, he's like holding her feet to the fire, but like barely even. Yeah. He like, oh, uh, 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 it's so frustrating. It's so Yeah, so she's crying. She's like, I've hit a wall. I'm really close to not caring anymore. It's just so like, you need to drop this and you need to stop being upset about this right now. Yeah. Or I'm going to walk out the door. Yep. It's just, oh my God, it's just so fucked up. And Shaq says that when he's with her, he feels the love and the care and she's basically like, well, you should just let this go then. Like, you should just forget about my wrongs. And he goes, well, drop the attitude and don't get so defensive. And she's like, well, this is about the truth. And he asks her, do you love me? Look me in the eye. And she then says, the fact that you're asking me that question, you don't trust me. She doesn't answer it. She fires back. Well, why would you be asking me that question? You don't yeah. trust me. Like, What? And then he's like, you have to give me time to get over this and build the trust back up. And then she says nothing. And I was like, this might just be the edit. Or maybe she really said nothing. I would believe it. If she said nothing. You believe it? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's yeah. not the edit. It definitely I, I, could be. But based on how she handled this conversation, I wouldn't be surprised if she just didn't respond to that. I just couldn't believe it. I know she's 23 years old. I know she's young. No, that's not get an excuse. It. This is abusive behavior but, and there's no excuse I know. for it. It's crazy. I, I hope that I hope that she comes out, watches this, and is like, maybe I should go to therapy and figure <laughs> out why I treat people like this. It's so interesting. I feel like <laughs> Tanya and Olivia are the Luca and Jax of last season. We really yeah, have totally flipped agree. on who the toxic, abusive relationship behavior that we're seeing from tanya like we have to call it what it is because abuse that women perpetrate gets downplayed a lot because we don't necessarily feel Mm -hmm. that shaq is in physical danger from tanya but it's a spectrum and this is not okay i definitely agree yeah i definitely agree i know like i've personally definitely utilized gaslighting and manipulation techniques in my own relationships so like that's where i can like I can get, like, based on your previous experiences, that might be how you know how to handle things. That certainly was the situation for me. Mm -hmm. But I just think that you do really have to, like, take a look. I don't know. It's just tough because it's also, like, Shaq is so mature. And he often, he's really good at managing their conflict and their situations. And I'm surprised that she does get her back up against the wall as frequently as she does because he is often just so calm. Yeah. So I don't know. Why, something's triggering for her. Yeah. And and just to be clear, like, we all have toxic behaviors. We all can gaslight or manipulate, but it's the pattern of behaviors that creates yeah. an abusive dynamic. And yeah. I am starting to see this as a pattern for Tanya, and that's why I feel comfortable calling it out as such. I think that's fair. Yeah. And also just, like, really downplaying his emotions and making it Mm -hmm. seem like he can't have an overreaction or emotions about anything when earlier in this episode we were talking about her running after martin and chuck having to hold her back yeah true good point we leave this episode off with a notice that there will be two new bombs coming in and then we move into episode 40 yeah do you think that these are going to be our last bombshells of the season yes I think I hope so. I hope so. I freaking hope so. At the very least, they would bring in one or two more. We're definitely very, very close to the end. Gotta be the last two bombshells. This is week six. This is the end of week six. And then there's eight weeks total. They have they 
have to be the last two. Yeah. Right? Like that would be insane to bring in anybody else. Yeah. Uh, we'll, so it's nighttime we'll and uh, Casey gets a text. Kai and Casey, Rosie is here for a date. And then Sammy gets a text. And same thing for Sammy and Jesse. Keenan is waiting to go on their first date. Claudia speculates that Casey's head is going to turn. And Tom says, This isn't great. <laughs> Will is like, This is bad timing. <laughs> it's kind of iconic that Keenan <laughs> chose Sammy and Jesse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We see a chat between Tanya and Shaq before we get into the dates, and she's saying that she misses him. He's like, I missed you. He says he hasn't felt this way about anyone before. This is special, and he doesn't want to give up. And he says he doesn't like how she acted, but they both need to take responsibility for their actions from the previous night. Then we see the bombs go on their dates. We have Rosie and Kai first. Rosie shares that she's from Buckinghamshire. Isn't that where Will is from? Because I remember being like, that's so British. Buckinghamshire. Buckinghamshire. Yeah, I remember that too. I couldn't remember who it was. Is it Will? I think it's Will. Maybe not. That makes sense. They talk about their jobs. She says that she's an industry placement advisor. And Kai is like, what is that? Thank you for asking, (laughs) Kai. She says that she teaches employability and careers. So it sounds like a recruiter. Okay, so, like, my dad, he worked as, like, a consultant. He would do, like, workforce development. And I think it was kind of like this. He would, like, train people on, like, how to be employable Mm. and, like, get jobs. That's cool. So it's not – it's kind of on the other side of a recruiter (laughs) where, like, they're training the employee and then the recruiter is generally working for a company looking for good employees. I think – I think so, yeah. Something yeah. like that. I think it's also you can train people once they're in their jobs, like how to keep doing a good job. Anyway, Kai says that it's good to have a partner who wants the same things as you. They decide to throw food in each other's mouth, and Kai spits it out. And says, I don't think that's edible. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you just ate a plastic grape. No, I feel like it was just rotten or something. Maybe. Do you think they would mix plastic grapes in with the regular grapes? That feels like a I don't liability. But you know how on The Bachelor they have like gross old food or like inedible food? Sometimes yeah. it's like fake food, isn't it? Is it? I imagine they do the same thing on here too. But they actually eat Why not? snacks on Love Island. I thought it was maybe just like a bad grape or something, which is not a fun experience. Maybe. I felt for Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I just liked imagining Kai eat like potpourri by accident. Or yeah. Something. Oh my God. My sister in law did that. <laughs> and my niece outed her. Ew, we were having a really? family oh, dinner. No. We we're having a family dinner, and my niece was like, Mom, tell them about that time you ate potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> Moe was like, oh, thank you. And now I'm outing you That's to really everyone, funny. Moe, and I'll know if you don't listen to this episode because yes. you won't bring this up to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we see Jesse and Keenan, and he is from all over, but he grew up in Wigan, he shares with her. He's a rugby player and asks if she's open to getting to know people. She pretty much just says that she wants to fix things with Will, but feels kind of torn about where they stand. And then we see our date with Rosie and Casey. This is fascinating and is going Mm -hmm. to inform the near watch 2023. Casey's like, you have such nice (laughs) teeth. Are they natural? And she goes, yeah, we'll say they are. What about yours? And he goes, we'll say the same. What? Yeah. 
I thought from looking back at Casey's Instagram that his teeth were real. To me, like, if you have veneers, you can't say your teeth, teeth are, real. are real. I think maybe what they're both implying is that they've had some work done or maybe, like, a few veneers, but not a full um, set like Kai. I don't know. Sure, this was very confusing. Sure. Yeah, we'll say they are. I know. I was so happy they were talking about it. I was like, oh, my God, they're talking about their teeth. Holy shit. <laughs> they listen to the pod. <laughs> They've been listening to the pod. <laughs> Rosie asks Casey about Claudia, and he's like, I'm not completely closed off. Rosie says that she likes to have fun. Oh, my God. Same queen. Mm. Casey says, I hate fun. What are you talking about? <laughs> Casey says he does think that Claudia and him have fun, but then he says that he's pleasantly surprised by her. Sammy and Keenan then have their date and they talk about where they're from. Keenan mentions that Wigan is like known for pie eating, apparently. Like contests? I think so. <laughs> I think it's like a maybe they have like a national pie eating contest. Oh my gosh, Wigan, an English town west of Manchester, is known for its enthusiastic pie eating, even hosting the annual World Pie Eating Championship. Wow. 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 That's. (gasps) Whoa, this is crazy. This actually gave me chills. This is horrifying. Small wonder then that Wiganers devised a myriad of ways to eat their pies, including one that requires no cutlery. Enter the pie barm, a meat pie sandwiched between a buttered roll. Are you seeing this? Pictures of this? No. Just Google Wigan pie, and all of them are in between bread. Oh my God. In between bread? Oh, I see. Why would they do? Why would they add bread to the pie? <laughs> why? why would you add even more? Why? I hate this. Oh my god! Wow. Wow. He's not wrong. Wow. He's for real. Okay, I'm looking at an article from yeah. August 2019. Say hi to Krusty the Pie, Wigan's new mascot. <laughs> it's for the Wigan Athletic Football Club. That's their. <laughs> oh my god they Let's do love the pie. pie that is wild that's cute i like that and apparently they call wigginers pie eaters oh my gosh that's funny oh my god crusty the pie <gasps> wow look at him <laughs> look at that mascot that is too funny this is like a mascot that i would i feel like john oliver would pick up for last week tonight <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. so funny. The more you know. You do come here to learn. You've now learned two things today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is an educational podcast. So Sammy asks about Keenan's ex. They both talk about how they can't swim. Keenan asks about Tom. And Sammy says that she really likes him, but it's been a hard couple of days. They then come back from the dates and we have a GCBC. Rosie's like, there's nothing to worry about with Kai. He basically friend zoned me. She does say that her and Casey Mm -hmm. have a lot in common. Casey says that Rosie is lovely and he felt a vibe with her. Sammy is like, Keenan is 24, but he's not Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Rosie says she'll get to know everyone. Claudia is upset and she thinks that Casey will go for Rosie. We then see a conversation between Tom and Sammy, and Sammy says that she told Keenan that she and Tom were in a good place and that she made it clear she's happy. We then see Casey and Claudia chat. 
He tells her it was a good date and that he shared he really, really likes Claudia and is happy, but that he will give her the time of day. Rosie, that is. Yeah. Claudia seems content with this message and Casey looks not that into her. Claudia seemed content with the message and Casey's face to me was like, oh no, maybe I haven't made it clear enough that I'm like right. going to kind of pursue Rosie like He was a like, bit. oh no, she seems happy. I think I maybe wasn't Error. <laughs> as, as, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is morning again in the villa, and we see a BCGC. The bombs say that they will talk to everybody. Keenan says he might get along with Claudia. Shaq says that Casey likes Rosie more than he's letting on. And Casey's like, it was a really good date. And he didn't shut her off. Claudia says that she doesn't think that this is going to be great for her, but she thinks that it's more Rosie being into Casey than him. Keenan then pulls Claudia, and they are talking about Southerners versus Northerners. I feel like Claudia's entire personality is being a northerner yeah he says sammy is his type but she is as well casey says that he knows it would kill claudia if he liked rosie and Shaq says we're here for you he could tell that casey was beaming after the date a glow mm, glow Shaq suggests that he just be super honest and transparent with claudia and casey says that he does like rosie more than he's letting on and he's feeling guilty so I think you're right about yeah. that reaction to Claudia seeming pretty happy about what he said after the date. His face was like, I know our listeners can't see this, but his face was like, like it yeah. like dawned on him. Like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie and Casey then have a chat, and Casey says he feels good after their date. Claudia sees this chat and says that she feels like shit and it's inevitable and she knows what's coming. Olivia and Sammy suggest that she back herself back to the chat with Rosie and Casey. Rosie asks about what he's said to Claudia about the date. And Casey tells her straight up, like, I told her I'm open. I told her I'm going to get to know you. I told her that, you know, like, I really like her. It would take a lot for my head to turn, yada, yada, yada. We see Claudia say that her gut is telling her something. And Olivia says that she's overthinking it. Casey ITMs that. Rosie's really great to speak to and they get along really well and it's easy and he keeps making this face and it's like the all the teeth the wide teeth across gritted the emoji yeah the Chrissy Teigen at the Oscars or Grammys or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> we then see a conversation between Martin and Rosie and first they talk about Greece and then they talk about star signs Rosie's a cancer yes queen got another cancer in the house and she's like, we are the best. Which <laughs> And Martin is a Taurus. Yes. And she says, oh, well, that means like it makes us the most compatible. It's true. I don't know about most compatible, but definitely compatible. Yeah, maybe not most, but definitely Cancers and Taurans are very compatible. Some of my best friends are Tauruses. Keenan and Olivia yeah. chat <laughs> and they talk about their jobs. Olivia points out a 1999 tattoo on Keenan's arm. She wears her 1995 necklace and also is probably thinking, mm. okay, four years younger than me. I am 27. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. He says that he is into her and Sammy. Olivia's like, oh, so like dark features, brunette. Mm -hmm. This always kind of annoys me because it's like, no, he doesn't like dark features. You're a white girl with brown hair. <laughs> right. As am I, exactly. but like, no. I know. I hate it when they say tall, dark, and handsome. I'm like, you don't mean black. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> he says that he is also into Claudia. We see a chat with Ron and Claudia, and Claudia says that she has a lot of mixed emotions. Ron's like, I know this is going to be hard. Claudia is upset that she and Casey haven't really talked at all today, and Ron suggests that she just let him do his thing, and if he goes with Rosie, then he was never meant for you anyway. Yeah. It is nighttime, and we see a chat between Casey and Claudia. He's like, I know you were down today. She says that she feels mixed emotions and doesn't know where she stands with him. He's like, I never said that I was completely closed off. And she says, that's fine. You're not there yet. You can't help how you feel. I don't want to just be an option. I want to be someone's everything. Mm -hmm. He's like, I can't fast forward my feelings, but I hate seeing you upset. Claudia gets up and walks away, really upset. The girls can tell and they follow her inside. She's in the makeup room crying and all the girls are comforting her. And she says that he likes her, but wants to still get to know Rosie. And Olivia says that he should have come to Claudia earlier and talked to her. And Claudia's like, he hasn't done that because he knows that he can't reassure me the way that she's asking him to, basically. Yeah. We see a chat between Tom and Casey. Tom says that Claudia is class, but I don't think you're head over heels for her. Is that how you feel? And Casey's like, yeah. He feels like something yeah. is missing. Text. Pagatfi, please gather around the fire pit immediately. They will be doing a recoupling. The girls will pick who they want to couple up with. Keenan and Rosie get to choose first. And the boy not picked will be dumped from the island. Keenan and Rosie get to go first. As I said weeks and weeks ago, this is a normal way to do this when we have new bombshells in the villa. They didn't have Sammy do it. They are having Keenan and Rosie do it here. Keenan picks Claudia. Rosie picks Casey. We see Claudia basically start to cry. Lana, of course, picks Ron. Olivia picks Maxwell. Sanam picks Kai. Jesse picks Will. Sammy picks Tom. Tanya picks Shaq, which leaves Martin single and has to go home. He says that the first thing he's going to do is go to his grandmother's to eat food, which I thought was cute. Relatable. Yeah. But let's take a moment here to talk about the Martin comment that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So we're going to play the clip here for you guys so that you can hear it. So I'm not just like recapping the whole thing for you. You can hear it out of his own mouth. Even I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be like the girls and be exchanging words with yeah. you. We'll go talk about it during the brief. So during the brief, I was like, listen, I got four points to tell you. Number one, your girl was only five, like within five minutes of our first conversation. And number two, I told her she doesn't love you and she didn't agree or disagree with it. Number three, on the outside out, I was fucking your girls in ways you can't, you can't, you can't imagine. And number four. Oh, carry on, number four, number four. <laughs> number four. You know, what? you know you was crying that night and everyone thought he was crying because like I, you like you people thought he was crying. He was crying when he was outside the villa. Yeah, he, yeah, he was crying because of the moving the way he started moving. I know he was crying because of what I told him. <gasps> what? Yeah. Ooh, that makes that sense. Makes a lot more sense. He was crying because because of everything I told him. Why not because they play that? I That's wish so they annoying. played. Uh, why the fuck did Martin think that that was a good idea? That is such a bad. Like why? It's ins oh, it's just so misogynistic. It's insane. Yeah. What we're being shown on our screens is that Martin and Chuck have been really civil with each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they left this out, and I don't know why Martin incriminated himself. He should have been like, great, I got away with that, and it wasn't shown, and I'll never talk about it again. He clearly thinks he's, like, big man on campus, like, because he said these things. Yeah. He does not realize at all how problematic what he said was. Yeah. yeah. I hate to see it. Men. 
Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move into our awards this week. All right, let's do that. Mara, this week, how many of your eggs are in which Islanders' baskets? This was really hard to do this week. I have four eggs with Sammy and Tom. I'm rooting for Mm -hmm. them. Four eggs with Kai and Sanam. Mm -hmm. They are my sleepers. I want them to arise out of the ashes. Two eggs for Shaq, just because I feel like really bad for him. And I left two eggs out. I just wasn't sure who to give them to. I kind of just felt like nobody else deserved them. <laughs> two eggs for so yourself. they're going to be mine. <laughs> yeah. Two eggs for me. I was like, I could give them to like maybe like the producers, but I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. What about you, Ari? How many eggs? So uh, this is taking into account just what we saw on our screens and not that clip of Martin that we just played. So with that being mm. said, I would like to crack an egg and pour it out for Martin. Just was very dehumanized by Tanya and got the short end of the stick in a lot of ways in this villa. He seemed to really not fit in and his time was cut very short. And then he went on to yeah. really stick his foot in his mouth. But I'm giving him that cracked out egg nonetheless. Yeah. I have two eggs for Will this week for making me cry. Aww, One egg fair. for Jessie. She's a bit annoying, but, like, I do, I get it. I feel like she's just in such an emotionally vulnerable place, and I'm like, that must be so challenging to be recorded 24-7 while you're feeling that way. That's true. That's true. I have two eggs for Tom and two for Sammy, so very similarly to you, you gave them four as a couple, as did I. Mm -hmm. I have one egg for Kai and one for Sanam, and two eggs for Shaq. Good. This week, who was your most toxic islander? My most toxic Islander this week was Olivia for being toxic, being so delusional, being just so like (laughs) out of pocket, just a freaking dog with a bone with everything, making everyone around her exhausted and somehow... Not really getting much pushback from the girls or from anyone when she was a mm-hmm. little bit outed, not to the full extent that we would have liked to seen her be, but she was a little bit outed for being a shister. Yeah. Definitely. Who was your most toxic Islander this week? I said the girls as a collective <laughs> during movie night, but also special shout out to TT, Tanya. Yeah. She didn't do well this week. She did not. And what was your most shocking moment this week? I didn't feel like anything was particularly shocking. I was like kind of surprised that no one really called out Olivia. I was surprised a little bit that Claudia feels the way she does Mm -hmm. sort of blowing things out of proportion. Yeah. Kind of surprised that Jesse just won't let this Casa shit go. Yeah. But not necessarily shocking. What about you? Any shocking? Yeah. My most shocking moment was Tanya during movie night in general. And just how she reacted to Mm. her clip and then how she reacted to Shaq's clip. Yeah, that's fair. And who are your finalist predictions? Okay, so this week I have a full final four prediction. Ooh, I want to do final four. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to do it. You do it I'm going to do it in the order that I think they'll come in. So in fourth place, I think that we will get Kai and Sanam. Okay. In third place, I think that we will get Ron and Lana. Oh. In second place, I think we'll get Jesse and Will. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with Tom and Sammy for our winners this season. 
I like that. I was originally thinking maybe Shaq and Tanya, but then I kind of forgot about Ron and Lana. So I here's what I... In fourth place, I'm going to put Ron and Lana. Mm-hmm. In third place, I'm going to put Kai and Sanam. In second place, I'm going to put Will and Jesse. And in first place, Sammy and Tom. All right. Oh, my gosh. Can't wait to see yeah. if we're right. Oh, I'm excited. We're getting so close. I know. Now. We're getting so excited. So make sure to continue tuning into the show and the pod. We are loving chatting with you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And we can't wait to chat next week. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us at She's Got the Chat on Instagram and TikTok. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to chat next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.